Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Arm and Rob podcast. And today I have an amazing, amazing show for you. So as you know, there's been a lot going on. I haven't been on here in about two weeks. And it seems like the country is reaching a very, very, very sharp boiling point. So if you guys do not know, there's been a lot of things going on with the airlines, um, Southwest Airlines, Delta Airlines, as well as United Airlines. There's been thousands of flights canceled. And now now there's a report that one of the pilots for uh, Delta Airlines may have died in the middle of the flight, causing the plane to need to do an emergency landing. So I'm going to go ahead and play this short clip from the Stu Peter show. And I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. It was a disastrous weekend for Southwest Airlines, that's putting it mildly. Across Saturday and Sunday, they canceled more than 2,100 flights. That's 2,100 flights, about a quarter of their total. Now, here's where it gets interesting. It's extremely obvious that someone is lying about why. In a statement, Southwest blamed bad weather and air traffic control problems. But the Federal Aviation Administration says, no, there haven't been any air traffic control issues since last Friday. And if bad weather was forcing cancellations, it was a peculiar kind of weather that only affected Southwest and its aircraft. Other airlines didn't have any mass cancellations. There was some rain and thunderstorms in Florida, but no hurricanes, nothing that required a mass shutdown. So somebody is lying here, and it could be from both Southwest and the FAA. There are reports that in Jacksonville, Florida, air traffic controllers walked off the job to protest against vaccine mandates. But that might, that might not be all. Southwest announced a vaccine mandate for all of its personnel last week, and there's reports that pilots are joining the resistance as well. But Southwest Pilot Union, of course, claims there's no such protest action underway. They say that poor planning by Southwest management caused all of these cancellations. So maybe the union is clueless or lying as well. To unravel all of this, we're joined here by Dr. Jane Ruby, who's been looking into this. So. Southwest, the FAA, somebody's lying. There's a big cover-up going on here. There's a big cover-up, Stu, but before I get to the whole Southwest and the whole situation that unfolded starting on Friday uh, and unraveled over the weekend, uh, let me just share with you a breaking story that I've had corroborated now from three separate whistleblowers directly related to Delta Airlines. Uh, A pilot died in flight within the last, I'd say, 10 days, according to these sources. The co-pilot told uh, the flight attendant that the captain was speaking normally one moment, then uh, uh, said a few weird things, and, and then died. The, uh, the flight had to make an emergency landing. We are now learning this is an LAX-based captain, uh, and they did land the plane safely. I'm not sure what they told the passengers on board. The co-pilot also shared with the flight attendant, who was one of the three whistleblowers, uh, that uh, the pilot who died had told the co-pilot that he had uh, just several days prior 
completed his second shot in this series. So we want people to know, and, and Stu, I have to tell you that one of the three whistleblowers shared with me some information. It's much bigger than people think. And it is exactly what you and I have been suspicious of since the beginning. We knew these numbers were much bigger than what uh, the media was uh, reporting or not reporting. Listen to this. Uh, this is what's going on right now in your skies. Flight, flights are diverted for pilots with chest pains. Flight was a recent flight was diverted for a 30 year old vaxxed male passenger who had chest pains and an inability to breathe. So it's not just your captains that can, you know, get sick and maybe, you know, have a, a, a problem with the airplane. Thank God that co-pilot could, could emergency land it uh, and, and get the, you know, get the pilot off the flight. A Seattle based pilot was found dead on his floor at home from an embolism. Uh, pilots and flight attendants right now in droves, in addition to everything you described, are not returning to active duty after the shot, uh, various unspecified adverse reactions. Um, two Atlanta-based flight attendants were found dead at home a few days after the second shot. Uh, and seven, listen to this, Stu, seven Atlanta-based flight attendants have had uh, breakthrough infections, which is not a, a surprise to us. One Atlanta-based pilot who was vaxxed, so to speak, with both shots, uh, got a breakthrough infection and died from kidney failure after being put on remdesivir. And a Salt Lake City ramp agent uh, and part-time firefighter died in his sleep three days after getting his second shot. Another, and just in conclusion here, another Salt Lake City flight attendant, base manager, died after his second Jay and Jay shot. He was personal supervisor uh, to a number of, of flight attendants and was a total gym rat, 47 years old, in perfect health. So guys, there's a lot going on in the skies. There's a lot of risk right now. And these airlines better get a grip and they better think twice and step back because a lot of them are caving to these DOD contracts. That's how it's trickling down. A pilot is dead mid-flight, and the media completely whitewashes the whole thing. There, there's nothing out here. Delta Airlines, you're saying, is the airline where this pilot, there was an emergency landing that was required, right? Yes. That's what I'm reading. Yes. Okay. He so died in flight. Delta Airlines is keeping this from the media. You learned this from a whistleblower connected to Delta Airlines, and this has been corroborated, you said now, by multiple sources? Yes. And one of the other two sources I have used as a source uh, in the last few years uh, when I was back in, in, in D.C. So I know this person and I have vetted their information uh, on several other occasions. And coincidentally, that person, that person is in California. I mean, everything just drives together. And this captain that died in flight, I mean, thank God it only takes one. I mean, they, you know, when, when a pilot gets sick, and by the way, lots of pilots and flight attendants are saying that they are feeling sick during flights because a lot of their coworkers are jabbed and a lot of the passengers are already jabbed and they are reporting all the same symptoms that we keep hearing over and over again that Dr. Zandre Batha talked about when she handled the J&J &J vials and the Pfizer vials. So I'm just, you know. Okay, so uh, just going back to your source here, your reliable source that you used when you were in DC. This is a person who's in California who, yes. and, and this person would have direct knowledge about what's going on inside of Delta Airlines? This person coincidentally uh, is uh, immediate related to someone who is a flight attendant 
at Delta and was the original person who came to me with the information of the pilot that died in flight. Coincidentally, uh, this morning, I get a, a, a communication from uh, an, another internal uh, Delta pilot. I don't want to get too specific. There are many pilots uh, who inadvertently listed that uh, as one of the, the issues of all these pilots and flight attendants. Um, Stu, they're telling me that flight attendants are saying that when they're in overnight hotels, more and more they're seeing EMTs called to, to fellow, to pilot and flight attendant rooms. And then everything gets hushed up. They don't know what happened, what, what happens to those people later on. I mean, these are very strange things that are not so strange to us, but these are things that are starting to crop up. Okay, so we're assuming or uh, speculating that this happened within the last two weeks. I'm, so, I'm being told it was less than two weeks ago. Okay, that this so happened. if you were on a Delta flight less than two weeks ago and your plane was diverted, you had to make some sort of an emergency or unexpected landing in a different location, chances are this was that flight. So you should come forward and reach out to me, Stu Peters at protonmail.com, uh, and, and let me know. Now, here's what I want to say. If you were the co-pilot on that flight, if you were a flight attendant or somebody working a ground crew on that flight, and you know what happened on that flight, you have an obligation as an American to come forward right now as, as and, and break this information as, and corroborate this as being 100% true. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't trust you or your sources, but- That's fine. First Let's hand information, we need that to come forward. Listen, there are billions of lives at stake here. Uh, yes. Millions of people travel on a daily basis. That's according to the TSA. You can go look right now. This weekend, there was a day that uh, close World to 2 wide. million people yep. flaw, flew and were in the sky. Every one of these lives is at stake. There are little children in the air with these pilots. And we have been talking about this. We have been fact-checked about this. We have been scrutinized by USA Today, that Daniel funky a-hole who has been saying, oh, no, 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 there's no reason to panic. Are you kidding me? Now we have, yeah. and we've heard about international pilots. We've heard about pilots from around the world. And now it's happening here in America. If you were on that flight, if you worked that flight by in any way, whether you were on it or a ground crew, or you were at one airport where it was expected to be, or at the airport where it was diverted to, you need to come forward. We can protect your anonymity. We'll blur Absolutely. off your face. We'll, we'll disguise your voice, whatever we have to do. This has to be corroborated, and somebody knows about this. And 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 passengers that were on that flight less than two weeks ago. There's not that many Delta flights in the last two weeks. Well, now we're hearing maybe there right. is. I mean, uh, now, now, what's going on with Southwest? Yeah. Let, before I wrap up, let, let me go back to the Southwest because there's some really important information that everyone needs to know. Uh, as you as you indicated, Stu, on Friday things started to happen that were very strange. Yeah. Southwest flight delays, they jumped over to, there, it's more than 2,100 by now, I can tell you that. Uh, I know for a fact directly that Jackson, uh, JAX, Jacksonville, ATC, the, the uh, air traffic controller group did walk out, leaving a huge grid uh, unattended in the Southeast. They had to shut down those flights. Uh, and also on Friday, there was a lawsuit filed by the Southwest Airline Pilots Association. Apparently, they have a conscience more than the Airline Pilots Association of America uh, versus Southwest Airlines. That was filed in the U.S. District Court on Friday in Dallas. And, and as you said, yes, the airlines were all blaming the weather. Florida, uh, 
Florida was perfect on Friday and over the weekend. There were no major weather issues. Now, wanted to also bring up something. There are th- I'm, I'm being told there are thousands of pilots that are fighting back and flight attendants. They have to be careful on how they do it and how they communicate it. Uh, the Railroad Labor Act makes coordinated walk-offs an illegal job action, so they have to be careful. And the word is they're using up their sick time to buy time up to the due date because, Stu, Southwest has, has mandated to their employees. And look, we're talking about mechanics, gate agents, baggage handlers, the cleaning crew, dispatchers, fuelers, everybody involved in making your flight safe. Uh, they all have until the day before Thanksgiving to get the jab. Um, and, and so uh, also, by the way, I want you to know that the mandates are also coming for, nobody's escaping this, for American, Spirit, JetBlue, and Alaska Air. Um, United has, as you probably know, has already fired, fired rather, all of their non-jabbed employees. You, you are, when you fly United Airlines right now, you are flying 100% jabbed crews. And given what these, these Delta insiders are telling us about even a partial mix of jab and non-jab crews, they're getting sick. The flight attendants and pilots are feeling sick when they fly next to another a co-pilot who's been jabbed. And not to mention in the cabin with, with all the people that are more likely, you know, jabbed. So I wanted people to understand that. And they say, Stu, that they're doing this um, for America, for freedom, for medical freedom, because once they take out these essential workers, they're coming for the rest of us because that scumbag, Diane Feinstein, put a bill in Congress to make it required that everyone flying domestically in the United States, you know, across all states, must be fully, quote, fully uh, vaccinated, which is, of course, could be two jabs or later on booster three jabs. So, Stu, they're, and there's they're a doing one it. coming. And by the way, all these people that are dying and all those people that are, you know, EMTs are being called and all that. Remember, these people are scrutinized. Their health is, is constantly under scrutiny. I mean, these pilots are held to a higher standard than the guy who collects your garbage. I'm not minimizing that guy's job at all, but I'm just saying, like, he doesn't go in for, you know, physicals and things like that, maybe for, sure. maybe for, you know, uh, the Department of Transportation or whatever. But you understand what right. I'm saying. I mean, so, like, yeah. you're, you're, every you're, six people, months. Yeah, every six months. So, unbelievable. Uh, breaking news here today a Delta pilot, according to sources, multiple sources, died, died in flight, in flight uh, over America uh, at, at, tens of thousands of feet up in the sky emergency landing was was required if you were on that flight please come forward again my email address Stu peters at protonmail.com dr jane ruby thank you so much for looking into this we appreciate you being here you bet Stu. fighting against these vaccine mandates all right so you guys just saw that clip and what's interesting is um recently um the ceo of Delta Airlines actually just came out this morning and said he would not be enforcing the vaccine mandate. So let me see if I can uh, pull that up real quick. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up that information. Give me one second. Let's see if it's on Google yet. All right, here we go. Here we go. Now, this this is extremely, extremely, extremely interesting. So remember what we just heard about. That was about a week ago where there were reports coming outside of Delta that one of their flight 
one of their pilots actually had died in the middle of a flight. So as of today, or actually this was two days ago, um, the Delta Airlines CEO came out and said he is ditching the divisive COVID vaccine mandate and marking a 90% employee vaccination rate. So let's pull this up now and let's watch this clip. One second. Let me make this full screen. All right, one second, you guys. Hold on. Well, the reason the mandate was put in by the president, I believe, was because they wanted to make sure companies had a plan to get their employees vaccinated. Uh, a month before the president came out with the, the mandate, we'd already announced our plan to get all of our people vaccinated. And the good news is, is the plan is working. At uh, Delta today, we are 90% vaccinated, fully vaccinated, across our entire company and more and more vaccinations are coming in by the day. So I expect by the time we get to November next month, we're gonna be at the 95% threshold. And when you consider it's gonna be religious and some uh, medical accommodations made uh, that we're gonna to need to consider, by the time we're done, we'll be pretty close to fully vaccinated as a company without going through all the divisiveness of a mandate. You know, we're proving that you can work collaboratively with your people, trusting your people to make the right decisions respecting their decisions and not you know, forcing them over the loss of their jobs. Ed, uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on and talking about so many issues here. Thank you very much. And, and we'd love to have you back in the fourth quarter. Of course, great to be with you. Liz. Anytime, Ed Bastian. All right, so let's get out of that real quick. So um, escape, hold on, why is it still stuck here? All right, so you guys just saw that, right? So this is breaking news as of today. Um, they are ditching the, quote, divisive vaccine mandate, according to Delta Airlines CEO. And this is very significant because a lot of these airlines are under federal contracts. They're under Department of Defense contracts. Um, they are pretty much depending on the government to keep them afloat right now. And at first, they were doubling down. They were doubling down and saying, you know, hey, we're going to follow whatever Joe Biden tells us to do. And now they're kind of backtracking because now, according to what we heard, there is a, a dead pilot. And now with Southwest Airlines having to cancel over 2000 flights, um, now it's, it's starting to affect their business. And so the tide is definitely turning when it comes to these mandates. And now it's it's starting to reach the police force. So things are really, really getting serious in America. Um, Americans are fighting back. And 
America is actually the perfect place uh, for this to actually go down. So what happened was the the chief of the, the Chicago Police Union told people to completely disregard any type of vaccine mandate that's imposed by the city. And um, what happened after that was a judge issued a restraining order to stop the Ch- Chicago Police Union boss from discouraging members to comply with the city vaccine mandate. So it says here a judge late Friday issued a temporary restraining order against the Chicago police union president, prohibiting him from making statements that encourage members not to report their COVID-19 vaccine status to the city. Cook County Circuit Judge Cecilia Haran ruled there was potential irreparable harm if local fraternal order of police president John Contessaro persisted in making such statements. City attorneys argued they were tantamount to him advocating sedition and anarchy because he was directing members to disobey an order from their superiors. It was the latest twist in the high stakes standoff between Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and the local police union over the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandate, with both sides accusing the other of illegally risking the safety of the city over the issue. The fight shifted into the courts Friday with dueling lawsuits. Lightfoot asked the courts to intervene after the union chiefs told members to disobey Friday's deadline to report their vaccine status. The local fraternal order of police in turn filed its own lawsuit against the city mayor and police superintendent David Brown that seeks to force arbitration over the matter. During a lengthy emergency hearing Friday evening, Haran ruled that the restraining order be in place until October 25th when another court session is to take place. Earlier, FOP attorney Joe D'Alba had asked the city to stop ordering workers to report their vaccine status during that time, but city attorneys would not agree to that. What's truly extraordinary is they want to silence somebody who is the elected president of the union, said D'Alba, who was in the course of of the hearing noted that Contessara himself is vaccinated. So, wow, you guys, things are really heating up. Um, Yeah, things are really heating up. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a judge tell a police officer that he can't tell his, you know, his union what to do. And so now it's like a battle between the city of Chicago and the police. So things have really shifted into... Um, an all-out war between the frontline workers, the airline workers, the police officers, the firefighters in Los Angeles have filed a a $2.1 billion lawsuit against the city of Los Angeles. And as of last night, more than 50% of the police officers in Chicago are no longer um, working, meaning that we are losing police officers all over the country. And now, essentially, they have destroyed... um, the economy from from all industries, despite the fact that last year there was all of this stimulus going on, there was tons of um, money being spent to restore the economy, PPP loans and things like that. And then they turn around, not even a year later, and they're firing people for not wanting to get an experimental drug. So it it's completely illogical to expect people to comply with something when you're literally forcing them to do it. If you would have made it optional, I'm sure people wouldn't have such an issue. And, um, but now that they've made it an ultimatum, then, you know, there's really nothing more that people can do. 
So let me continue reading this. It says, in court, city lawyers argued Contasara was effectively calling for an illegal work action since the FOP isn't allowed by contract to strike. That is a work stoppage. That is a strike, Attorney Michael Warner said. It might not result in a shortfall of officers over the weekend, but it will in a matter of days. The nearly two-hour hearing began with arguments from the city that Contasara was holding the city, quote-unquote, hostage to the point of, quote, municipal sedition and treason. Really? So it's treason now if somebody says, you don't have to give anybody any of your personal medical information, whether it's to the city or to the police or anybody. Now they're trying to say this is sedition and treason. But where is, where's the outrage when it comes to Dr. Fauci funding the Wuhan lab and paying American tax dollars to create coronaviruses that later on leaked out of the lab and has killed you know millions of people worldwide? Where, where's the outrage for that? But as soon as someone stands up and says, look, you guys don't have to comply with anybody telling you to get a vaccine or report your vaccination status. Now they're trying to say the president of the Fraternal Order of Police of Chicago is committing treason. That makes absolutely no sense. However, Warner also conceded the vaccination reporting policy was unpopular with the police union. So that tells you everything right there, because the police are not complying. The firefighters are not complying and the pilots are not complying. So when you're running an organization as you know serious as law enforcement, you, you really have to be careful about how you treat people that put their lives on the line every day to keep the city safe. So minutes after the hearing concluded, Contessara uploaded another YouTube video encouraging FOP members to do what's in their hearts and minds. Then he held up a John Contessara for Mayor 2023 sign and said, enough is enough. The court actions and mutual name calling were indicative of a growing standoff between the city and police union over the vaccine mandate, which has escalated in recent days, even after Lightfoot agreed to give employees the option of submitting to COVID testing for the rest of the year if they're not yet fully vaccinated. She says, as Chicago's mayor, I cannot and will not stand idly by while the rhetoric of conspiracy theorists, they always use this word conspiracy theorists. There's no conspiracy. People just don't want to put this in their body and they should have a right to not want to put something in their body because <laughs> I'm not putting anything where I'm not putting anything um, in my body that wasn't even around a year ago. That's just me personally. I'm not doing it. Um, I'm not doing it. OK, and a lot of us have a right to feel that way. And we're not conspiracy theorists for feeling that way. All right. Um, in addition, she said, Contessara has time and time again deliberately misled our police officers by lying about the requirements of the policy and falsely claiming there would be no repercussions if officers are insubordinate and refuse to follow a city and department directive or order. The mayor claims Contessara is engaging in supporting and encouraging a work stoppage or strike. State law and FOP contract both prohibit striking by Chicago police. The Chicago FOP Twitter account responded Friday morning by posting President John Kassara has never engaged in, supported, or encouraged a work stoppage. They could take us to court all they want, Kassara said in a video posted Friday. He also referred to the Lightfoot administration as a, quote, dictatorship and complained that First Deputy Police Superintendent Eric Cartner is threatening officers with termination carrying the mayor's water. 
Governor J.B. Prisker has also weighed in on a prospect of the Illinois National Guard help in Chicago if police are off the job in mass. He says he was ready to call in the National Guard. Now, this has happened. This also just happened in New York where they fired over 30,000 um, healthcare workers. And they're saying, oh, no big deal. We'll replace all the doctors and CNAs and um, phlebotomists and, you know, all the people in the hospital. We'll just bring in the National Guard. That You know, that's just perfect, right? <laughs> so continuing, um, it says, the mayor has sought to send a strong warning to rank and file members of the Chicago Police Department that they must follow the mandate rules while at the same time trying to downplay any risk to public safety. Her administration has said it will follow through on disciplinary action against non-compliant officers, including possible separation, but she also acknowledged that would not start immediately. In its court filing, however, Lightfoot's administration said the union is trying to force it into a no-win choice between submitting to the FOP's extortionate demands or leaving the city without sufficient policing. If Contasara and the FOP are allowed to continue, with these extortionate demands, the city will be faced with an unlawful and untenable Hobson's choice, either exempt the FOP membership from complying with reasonable and necessary directives needed to combat the COVID-19 pandemic and thereby jeopardize the health and safety of both CPD employees and citizens with whom they interact or be left without a police force sufficient to keep the peace and combat the pandemic of violent crime plaguing the city. Now, she says, that that basically the fraternal order of police is causing them to have a Hobson's choice, <laughs> but they're not. You're the one um, mandating something that's not popular with your own police union, and so you don't have to mandate anything. Um, you're you're trying to impose that on them, and they're saying they don't want to comply. And she also describes it as reasonable and necessary to combat the COVID pandemic. And it's not necessary or reasonable that everybody in the world get vaccinated to end the pandemic because we already have, what, 100 million people who've already had it naturally. And we have another 160 million people who've gotten vaccinated. So, again, they always use this, this language that we're trying to fight a pandemic. But are you really trying to fight a pandemic if you're not recognizing natural immunity, which is also something that. Um, now, at the last minute, she tried to go back and say, well, if you don't want to get the vaccine, you could just get tested. But a lot of people aren't comfortable with the test either because I've never been tested for COVID because I'm not letting anybody stick anything up my nose or into the back of my to the back of my brain or anything like that. And I, I haven't been sick at all. So it's not really necessary for a lot of people, if you're if you're healthy, if you're not sick, if you're not coughing, if you don't have a fever, if you don't have all of these things going on, then it's really not necessary to test somebody every three days to see if they are positive. All right. And she also says, quote, I don't want him to lead these young officers astray and have them destroy their careers like he's destroyed his Lightfoot said. Very, very strong language coming from the mayor to the to the president of the Fraternal Order of Police. And it's, it's very combative, it's very divisive. And you can tell that there's a lot of infighting going on inside these uh, police organizations between the people that are at, at the top of the city that are trying to mandate the vaccine and the police officers are not complying with that. In its own filing, the local FOP is asking the court to order the city to engage in arbitration. 
over the vaccine reporting requirement, claiming it's a new condition of employment improperly imposed without collective bargaining. And that's so key that, you know, and I'm so glad that there are um, unions and people that can represent people in the workplace in America, because this was not a condition of employment when they signed up 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or even three years ago. It was not a condition of employment to be vaccinated. But now because, you know, they want to impose this mandate, they're changing the conditions of employment without actually consulting with their employees. And that's completely illegal. So they have a great point there. And so it goes on to say police union lawyers also filed a motion to dismiss the city's suit, arguing in part that officers refusal to disclose their vaccination status does not pose a, quote, clear and present danger to the public's health and safety. The mayor has linked the ongoing standoff to bigger issues facing the Chicago Police Department, saying the city can't let Katasara dictate how the department runs and arguing that the police department's legitimacy is being put at risk by the FOP. Lightfoot announced in August that all city workers must be fully vaccinated by October 15th, following numerous cities across the U.S. The U.S. mandate for more than 30,000 employees, except for those granted medical or religious exemptions, was immediately opposed by the FOP, the largest union for the city's police department. Earlier this week, Katasara, with whom Lightfoot has regularly sparred, released a video that included threats to sue the city in orders for thousands of rank-and-file members to defy Lightfoot's vaccination reporting requirement and brace for being sent home without pay. It's unclear how many officers will follow, this, will follow, follow suit. But in a video Katasara posted Thursday evening, the union boss again told his members to refuse any instruction to report their vaccine status calling that an illegal order. He encouraged his rank and file to record such directives on their body cameras if they can. Experts told the Tribune that Contessara is walking a fine line legally. Matthew Finken, a labor law professor at University of Illinois, said the police union leader's direction could be tantamount to a strike if it's seen as a concerted job action. That could open the officers to discipline rising to firing. The FOP also might not have as much leverage as it thinks. All right. Quote, Contessara says, from the beginning, our stance is that we are collective bargaining rights that need to be maintained and honored. Lightfoot is in a politically fraught situation with the dispute over vaccination mandates. She wants to encourage workers to get vaccination, but does not want to suspend significant portions of the workforce particularly not police officers as Chicago's crime remains high. The mayor, who has repeatedly caved on ultimatums she has issued to the Chicago's teacher union and other labor disputes, does not want to back down from the mandate, which leaves her with relatively little room to maneuver. A court ruling in Lightfoot's in life favor could make the case for compliance easier by undercutting Katasara's argument that the union's actions are proper. All right, so... Um, any thoughts on this, you guys? I see that I have uh, Living Life is here. Um, creepy. I'm not sure if you can actually unmute yourself, but you're muted right now. But um, yeah, you guys, you guys can tap. You guys can chime in anytime you want. We're just kind of covering um, what's happening um, all over America right now with these mandates. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very um, not surprised, but it's just kind of shocking to see 
uh, what's happening with the police and the mayor in Chicago. And um, they are fighting back. They are filing lawsuits. They are filing paperwork. And and also keep in mind that there was also a lawsuit filed in Los Angeles. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. The firefighters in Los Angeles also filed a lawsuit. Um, let's see if I can find it. Los Angeles firefighters. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Um, Los Angeles firefighters lawsuit. This was just filed, I think, a week and a half ago. Here we go. So here we go. There, here's an article that just came out. Um, actually, this was in September. So the Los Angeles firefighters filed a lawsuit over the VAX mandate, and they are following the lead of the police. So this is not just happening in Chicago. This is happening in Los Angeles, right? This is happening in Seattle. This is happening all over the country. And, you know, I never thought I would be happy to see um, the police officers actually <laughs> fighting the government because usually, you know, we have to worry about the police, you know, mistreating us, you know, the citizens um, and the civilians. But now it's like the police officers, the people that have the, the actual union power um, are actually fighting um, in court against these mandates. And, and this will trickle down into other um arenas right so it says here the los angeles firefighters filed a lawsuit friday against the city over its mandate the 500 firefighters who are signatories to the superior court suit arrived after a similar action by the los angeles police so the los angeles police filed a lawsuit the day before and then the next day over 500 firefighters filed a lawsuit the firefighters lawsuit claims the mandate violates employees constitutionally protected autonomous privacy rights. The group filed on behalf of the Firefighters for Freedom Foundation, a nonprofit representing 529 department members. The plaintiffs in the case are pawns in a political chess match ordered by 13 politicians on the Los Angeles City Council to inject themselves with an experimental vaccine over their objectives or lose their jobs, the lawsuit states. The L.A. City Council passed a mandate requiring city employees to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by early October. The firefighters seek a temporary restraining order on the mandate until a hearing and further order of the court is in place, claiming the city doesn't have the right to force compliance. So from the airlines to the firefighters to the police officers uh, to the military, there's a lot going on with the military as well. We're going to get into that in a second, but it's just very interesting. It's just very interesting to see how people are um, fighting back legally as far as like actually going to court over this. So it lets you know that people feel very strongly about not being mandated to take something. And the way that they're going about it, it's just making more and more people vaccine resistant, in my opinion. Um, mandating somebody to do something and saying, if you don't do this, you're going to get fired is the number one way um to to turn people off you know it's not going to encourage more people to do it if at one point it was a choice and it was optional and now um you know they're mandating it and saying if you don't get it you're going to get fired and so now it's it's become a global situation this is happening all over the world uh, this is happening in italy um as of yesterday if you live in italy you cannot work. You literally cannot work in the country of Italy if you have not been fully vaccinated. 
So things are really starting to heat up. And it's isn't it interesting that the same thing is happening all over the world? It doesn't matter if it's in Italy, if it's Spain, if it's Australia, if it's Canada, if it's America. It's funny that everything is happening kind of like in in concert um, where you can't work, you can't feed your family, you can't make a living if you can't um, if you don't receive the vaccine. It's, it's insane. So I want to show you guys a short clip real quick um, of the process in Italy, and then I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Let me just pull up the audio on my phone. That way I can be clear. Hold on. Thousands protest in Italy. Where's the radio? Here we go. If you want to get into crypto, you need to check out Coinbase. Coinbase is the primary platform for buying, selling, Thousands of Italians descended on the streets of central Rome to protest against a compulsory government-issued COVID green pass while at work. According to the new rule that has come into effect from Friday, any individual, whether in the public or private sector, must have a government-issued green pass as proof either of full vaccination or recent recovery from the infection or a negative COVID-19 test in the last 48 hours. Any employee who turns up at work without the COVID green pass could be fined as much as 1,500 euros along with suspension without pay. The government claims this strict rule has been brought about to keep new infection rates under control. But the thousands of Italians who have taken to the streets insist this new rule limits their civil rights. I'm here because I'm against any type of green pass, any type of certificate, uh, vaccine or whatnot, certificate to, to work. I, I'm against that completely. Right. Because I think it goes against our rights, uh, our human rights. It goes against the Italian constitutional rights as well. I'm American, but also Italian. Um, and so that's why I'm here to peacefully show my, the fact that I, I disapprove completely. The COVID Green Pass rule in Italy has been described as one of the strictest in the world. It was passed by Prime Minister Mario Draghi's cabinet in mid-September and will remain in force till the end of this year. According to the Italian government estimates, some 15% private and about 8% public employees don't have a Green Pass, largely owing to vaccine hesitation. While most people across Italy agree with the new rule, many have said making a green pass conditional for the, for the right to work is discriminatory. In some of the major ports like Genoa and Tristi, workers have threatened to go on strike if they are penalized for not having a green pass. Thank you. 
Italy, remember, was the first and one of the worst affected nations in Europe due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Over 70% of the population has now been fully vaccinated. And the seven-day average of infections has also dropped to less than 2,500 infections. But the new rule of the compulsory COVID Green Pass is likely to further snowball into major processes in the country. Yeah, so the, you know, just coming back on screen real quick. So the people in Italy are not happy to say the least. Um, people, people are not um, very happy with these new rules. And you know what's crazy? Um, this was all a conspiracy theory a year ago, but it's actually happening. Um, and so I wonder if they're going to try to do something like this in America, where if you don't have a, um, a COVID vaccine or something like that, then you can't work whether you work for a public company or a private company, they're kind of starting to do that already with all the mass firings and stuff like that. But this is why we have to also not only just pay attention to what's happening in our local states or our local cities, we also have to pay attention to what's happening worldwide. So I just wanted to cover a couple things real quick just to show you guys um, what's happening at the airlines, what's happening with the police, what's happening with the firefighters, and now what's happening um, in Europe with the Green Pass. So before I get into Kyrie Irving and the controversy surrounding that, um, did you want to say anything real quick before I get into that? Um, am I the only one here? You said there were other people here. This is me, creepy. Yeah, um, someone was here, but they left, so they might come back. But um, now it's just you. Okay, no problem. Um, so, um, well, <laughs> um, you and I were going to um, talk about this back in June. So um, I'm not exactly sure what to say um, other than the fact that, as I've explained to you before, um, I have been vaccinated twice. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to get the booster shot. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely I was, and I'm still on board for getting the two vaccines, the first two. Mm -hmm. Um, as I told you before, and as you can hear still, I'm still here, <laughs> nothing different, you know, has changed. Everything is still the same. I haven't had any side effects, um, and as I also stated before, all it did was make me a little sleepy um, for maybe the first day, maybe day and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I had a little bit of red bruising on my um, arm where they um, did the, the shot. But yeah, other than that, I was fine. Nothing major happened to me. I didn't get sick. I didn't lose any of my senses i mean it, nothing happened i do still wear my mask just for i guess you can say extra extra protection for my you know my you know to be uh self-assured mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, but to overall answer your question of what I think I believe in it is something that I choose to do. I don't judge anybody that doesn't do it, but I would like for people to respect my space. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't have an issue whether people get it or not. I, you know, I, I would like for people to get it, but I understand if they don't want to get it. I'm not mm-hmm. one of those people, you better get the vaccine and you better do it. And who do you think you are? I'm not one of those people. But again, mm-hmm. the thing that's most important to me is that you respect my space and respect the fact that, you know, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay, cool. Okay, good. Uh, good segue. Um, living life. Um, <laughs> living life. Did you want to say anything um, about this? I see. I see that you uh, you were here. I'm not sure if you wanted to say something before I move to the next part. Hi, can you hear me, Shakim? Yes, I can hear your beautiful voice. I've oh, heard your hi. voice in so long. <laughs> I know it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> I've seen I've seen your um your name in the chats before, so it's nice talking to you. We've I don't think we've ever um talked to each other. Um, no. living life, creepy people. Yeah, hi. Yes, hi. How are you? I remember you. I remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shaquille. Let me say this real quick. I'm sorry. This is my first time talking to her. Yeah. I re- I remember you when <laughs> when they were asking you um about that other lady on YouTube. And if her accent was real. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember you from that. I, I was listening. So I'm sorry. It's nice to talk to you. Go yeah, ahead. Nice, I'm sorry. nice to talk to you. Is this your new name? Just me. Would you prefer to be called that or creepy people? Um. Well, I'm no longer on YouTube. I don't know oh. if you heard. But yeah, I'm yeah, no longer it. on YouTube at all, period. So you can. It, it doesn't matter either one. I'm not on YouTube okay. no more. So it don't matter. All right. OK, no problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Living life. Did you um? Did you catch anything before now? Um, <clears throat> did you have any comments on anything that I went over so far? Yeah, I missed a lot of it because I was trying to fiddle with the microphone, but I finally managed to unmute myself. You know, um, I was listening to um, what Creepy was saying. That she did. You say you got the booster? No, I was saying that I'm not sure I'm going to get the booster, but I did definitely get the first two vaccines. Okay, and you said you felt okay, yeah? Yes. Did you actually research what was in it? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, no, but I did hear on the news that the Johnson & Johnson one was um, recalled and that it wasn't safe at the time. Um, And then I heard that the other two were um, much safer. But other than that, no, I didn't go any further with the research. I'm going to be honest. No. Okay. I would actually say, you know, even though I don't know you, you know, you're a sister, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all brothers and sisters. I would actually research the booster before you take it. There's a plan in everything. Remember, the government initially said you can get your two shots. Everything will return back to normal. And it hasn't. And once you're okay to take the booster, you're going to have to get a shot every single year. It's like the flu shot, you know, and statistics have shown that over time it does kill your white blood cells. So you do have to be careful. And I mean, if you've COVID's been around for two years, you've survived it, 
this long, you know, our natural immune system actually beats COVID. The serious COVID is basically a strain of pneumonia, which will kill you if you don't go to hospital. So it's understandable people are scared. But if you really look at the statistics, less than 1% of people die of COVID. You know, my school friend was was in hospital with me and she refused the vaccine and she's fine. They gave her a ventilator, which she had fluid on the lungs, which is what COVID is, pneumonia. So they were able to clear the fluid and she's back home. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, Nassim, I'm so glad I listened to you because, um, you know, she didn't take it and she's back to normal. You know, I just think you've got to be so careful, creepy with this vaccine. There's a lot to it. So I would advise you not to get the booster and not to get take any more shots. OK, so what I'm going to do is um, and I thank you for giving me this information. Um, like I said before, I didn't look it up. Um, I should have, you know, that I. <laughs> I, that was just me being not thinking, you know. A lot, um, of people, again. a lot of people didn't because, you, you know, it's natural to trust the government. If you don't yes. mind me asking you, which one did you take? The Pfizer, the uh, Moderna or the Johnson & Johnson? The Moderna. Moderna. Okay. Yeah, don't take no more, please, sister. I beg of you. Once you're healthy, all you need to do is just make sure you have your natural remedies and you can beat covid you don't you really don't need to get vaccinated against this you know if you remember in the beginning they were showing us videos of people dropping down dead in the street you know in wuhan we've not seen any of that and a lot of people that have actually you know died and the government have said they've died of covid it wasn't covid that other underlying issues you know people died of cancer they were getting labeled as covid to get the numbers up to make people get fearful like yourself and run and get the vaccine there's more to this vaccine it actually the first shot actually kills 25 percent of your white blood cells you need your white blood cells to fight immunity if you mm -hmm. notice a lot of people that have been vaccinated they sound really congested a lot of them have got a cold at the moment i've even noticed it in our sector on youtube you know Muslim was one of them he's very congested he's not on YouTube a lot now and I've noticed a few other people that in the beginning said yeah I got the shot it was like a badge of honor they're quiet at the moment because it's hard for people to say I've had the shot and I'm having all these side effects um, when you when you come off this zoom look there's a thing called the yellow card system it's worldwide it's by the government and it lets you check all the illnesses that are reported through the vaccine. I've got videos on my phone where people in London are getting vaccinated and literally dropping dead outside the vaccination center. I've got videos of people public, you know, saying, oh my God, look, and they've got these mobile hospitals. It's just looks like a little ice cream van where people are going inside to get the Johnson and Johnson, because that's what they use mostly in the UK, Johnson and Pfizer and Moderna. But I think especially Johnson, but that's gone down now because um, a lot of people died on it. But there's actually a video, Shakim, I've sent it to you. The guy's got the shot. He's walked, took a few steps, you know, and you know when you get the shot, they make you sit down for about 20 minutes so that you've got no side effects. And he's literally dropped down and started fitting and there's a British guy filming it saying you're bloody killing people 
you know, and the, and the people that have given the shots, because none of them are medical staff, you know, they've just employed people that's got no medical um, background whatsoever. They're running around the body, oh, we've got to call the ambulance. They did not know what to do. And that's happening on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah it's really mm. bad. In the UK, at least 50% of the people that are double vaccinated are in hospital and they're really pissed off because they trusted the government, but yet they're still getting COVID. Us that are not vaccinated haven't even had a cold in a year or two. Mm -hmm. You know, I work with children. I'm usually sick at least three, four times, you know, a year. I've not got sick at all. And I think if I'd had the shot, I would be sick. You know, my friends that have got the shot that were pressured into it have regretted it because they've they've become sick you know some of them not everybody it depends what vax what which one you take mm -hmm. you know and and half of them are actually um placebos so a lot of people say you know i got the shot and i'm fine but um like uh, the package insert for a lot of people i've seen blake blank uh package inserts when they go to the pharmacy yeah. and that's because it's a double blind placebo um trial exactly. so some yeah. people are not getting the actual there's different dosages there's different that's right ingredients some of the ingredients um like the johnson and johnson will tell you that it's gmo genetically modified organism organism yeah. in that one because they have to grow it inside of um aborted fetal cells and you can look it up johnson johnson doesn't deny that um and no they have um, abortion fetus lungs in it and actually monkey dna the pfizer's got monkey dna and they've had to admit it yeah, yeah. and you know yeah. this this sort of stuff affects your dna eventually it will affect your dna there's a video that's come out i'm part of the justice league group and they've just part of this video of what the vaccine looks like and it's literally moving the little black things are moving on the table and they're saying that the booster is actually a living or organism with antennas and you know legs and feet but it's actually a creature and I didn't believe it at first and when I saw the video actual scientists I'm going to send it to you Shaquille mm -hmm. that are saying yeah this is a living organism it's going to affect your DNA mm -hmm. and like I said if you look in Israel what's it 66 percent of the population are in hospital sick with covid but yet um 78 got vaccinated double vaccinated yep. so the vaccinations are not working mm -hmm. there's more to this vaccination yeah well if, if i if i heard them correctly um i think what they were saying that you know for the most part it will protect you but i think they were saying like just to be on the safe side um how can I put this? They were saying that it is um, effective, but that they recommend that you still wear your mask just for extra protection. I think yeah, is you, what. Sorry, sorry to cut you creepy, but you know, even mm -hmm. wearing a mask is making you ill. Wearing a mask actually restricts yes. your breathing. Of your breathing gives you headaches. Yeah. And, and another thing, what it does, you're recycling oxygen which turns into carbon monoxide carbon which is bad monoxide yes my yes. my daughter's my daughter's cousin's uncle is a mechanic and he was obsessed with i'm gonna catch corona and he wore a mask an nhs one which are the blue ones and the white ones what the nurses and doctors do not wear them ones they're the worst type to wear anyway mm -hmm. he ended up dying 
but he died of a lung infection because of the mask, because it got fungus. So a lot mm. of people, and if this disease was so deadly, where are all the hazardous bins on the street for us to put the gloves and masks? There's none because there's no deadly disease. They've lied about this pandemic. And like I said, people are still getting sick. No matter what vaccine they take, they're still catching COVID. But so you know what, what I noticed? Point? But you know what I noticed? But sorry, um, can I tell you, if you do have to wear a mask, make one yourself creepy. You know, you can but the material ones that you make yourself. Yes, make, my mom, make it yourself. Wear that mom, if you want to. My mom, she actually um <clears throat> she actually gave me the um <clears throat> I'm sorry, something got in my throat. So if I sound different, okay. something went down wrong. Okay, so <laughs> my mom, yeah, she gave me the material ones. Um it's funny that you mentioned the other mess because I used to work in a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, this was when the coronavirus was new. Yeah, I used to work at a hospital and what they did was, I'm gonna share this with you guys because this mm -hmm. kind of ties in to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I used to, um, so I was, okay, I'll just put it to you this way. I was working closely kind of with the nurses as well as the patients okay. and um and of course my co-workers so throughout the day I was working with like kind of like everybody that was in yeah. the hospital so um I what I noticed was our hospital they weren't taking the COVID thing seriously at first okay. but we would have meetings about it but they would never um you know, put together, you know, what they were actually going to do, what we were talking about, like taking temperatures, giving us masks, um, having more, you know, hand sanitizers around, um, doing a whole um, six feet space thing or whatever. It wasn't until I had one on the floors um, and I heard the doctors kind of talking about it. And um, I had went back and reported it to my floor. And I'm going to just put it to you this way. My boss pulled me to the side she was like pissed off with me because my other coworkers heard me talking about it. And she accused me of trying to, how can I put this? She accused me of trying to, I guess, instigate a problem. Okay, where she, I get where she, Yeah, where she felt like in her mind, even though we had this meeting and everybody's mm. talking about it, she accused me of instigating the problem, therefore forcing them to, Put things together to keep us safe yeah so yeah. but you need it um, really in the beginning yeah. you know yeah mm. but get, getting back to what you were saying about the blue mask um mm. yeah at first yeah well when i was working there they were giving us the blue mask like you were talking about and what i noticed also with what you said when you said that we were breathing in our carbon monoxide which is true yeah um i noticed whenever i put on my mask whether it was the blue one or the mm. material one, mm. I notice I'm always, not always, but I'm coughing a yes. little more than I normally would. So there's something going on. I believe at this point, I'm going to just be real. I believe there's something going on, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, yeah, because I noticed it know whenever. Yeah. yeah, I notice it. I only cough often when I wear my mask exactly. and this was before I took the vaccine 
Mm. As so long as there's social distance, you know, look, yeah. the, the government's contradiction. If social distancing works, works, why the mask? If the mask works, why the lockdown? You know, why have you yeah. got to do You can never stop a disease by telling everybody to stay in the house. That's ridiculous. Look, you have crackheads. I, I watched this video about America specifically, the Congress, you know, your um, senators, is it? Where they're president and all, they make their decisions. None of them have to take the COVID. They're exempt from taking the vaccine. All them senators and all their families, which is something like 3 million in America. Then all the Chinese students, they reckon there's something like in America, something like 8 million at one time, chi- rich Chinese students, because they, they're a big part of the American economy, they don't have to get um, vaccinated. The Arabs don't. Then they reckon there's a large um, population of homeless people that live in places like Skid Row. You know, we have one in London called Cardboard City, where homeless people live. They're not going to vaccinate them. So they've already estimated how many, there's something like 20 million that are not going to get vaccinated. So what is the point of forcing the other billion to get vaccinated if there's 20 billion that are not there's a hell of a lot of people that are not that are exempt and you want to start talking to your senators and your congress and find out why they are exempt because that's what we're doing we've lobbied them and we've said well you don't have to have it we don't have to have it and I've got all the videos where the MPs the senators in England are saying yeah we've signed an agreement you know us and our families and remember they're all rich aristocrats none of them have to get the vaccine so why are they different from us yes you know and i do believe they, they they're giving different vaccines to different people like all these doctors the the important people are just getting water put in their syringe they're not putting nothing in them the the the, the vaccine is for the masses and africa and depopulation and certain people that they want to get rid of because in the uk it's the elderly that have died of COVID the most, yeah, you know, and, yeah, and you and you know what's interesting and in what you said. Um, I remember when it first started, how a lot of people were mad at celebrities being able to to be the very first people that got it, and yeah. they were getting it before the rest of us because they're celebrities. So mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah, there's definitely something to that too. And, and, and as I, well, you know, the celebrities, they're. Um, a lot of them are playing a, a role. I don't know if you've seen the video of Ma- Mariah Carey getting her vaccine. Have Try and watch that. It's on YouTube and you can tell she's pretending and, she's at, and they're actually injecting her with a fake syringe. You actually see the syringe go in. They zoom in and it. it's one of them expose videos. So all the celebrities are at, because remember they're, they're Freemasons. They've already signed their agreement. They're not getting the vaccine. The, the celebrities, the, the senators, the MP, the royal families are not getting the vaccine. Okay, so let me, but, so let me ask you this, um, to what you were saying. Um, okay, so let me, okay. I, I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise anymore after I found out that he's connected to Scientology. So don't in no way, shape or form think that I believe a lot of the stuff, like as far as his reputation, how everybody okay. trying to say he's this guy, that guy, mm-hmm. that Scientology thing. When I heard he was a part of that, that kind of turned me off to him. But 
I'm bringing him up for a reason. Um, I don't know if you've heard, um, like on the news shows and stuff, mm. how he is very serious when it comes to this COVID thing. So I want to ask you, do you think that his, you know, acting all, you know, crazy or whatever? Mm. Yeah, acting like he's very concerned or whatever. Do you think that that's for real? Or do you think that he's just just doing this for... Yeah, okay. all celebrities, all senators. Um, I, I think you call them senators in America. They're all actors. They, 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 they've got a script that they have to ring, read, especially like the basketball players as well, you know. But I keep hearing about um, this guy. My daughter was telling me about Irving. There's one basketball player that's refused to take it and they're trying to get rid of him. They're trying to penalise him. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I, I was I was um, looking it up today. If you oh. if you don't mind me asking this, because sure. I'm not, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not well versed in mm-hmm. the world of, you know. I hear things here and there, but I don't really look into it. So, if I may ask you, why do you think it's all an act when it comes to? Most of these celebrities. Why do you think it's an act with them with this COVID thing? It's an agenda. Like um, when COVID first came out in the UK, twenty twenty, the first celebrity they used was Idris Elba because yes, I remember that. You yep, remember? remember we were talking, Shakim, about it. Remember before, and we 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 instantly the people that are smart we realized it was a scam because. Mm. This is not a new thing. They've always used celebrities from, de- like, for instance, Ma- Ma- you, um, the guy that's got AIDS, Magic Johnson. Is it right. Magic? Right. He's yeah, not he got has AIDS. He, he's, not got, he's not got it. They yeah. use celebrities to lie because they have a script. You see, once you sell your soul and you worship the Bophomet, which is what Hollywood does, they worship the Bophomet, which is. Um, Oh, it's really hard to explain, but it, it's it's quite satanic. They it's it's quite satanic. They do trouble children. They drink blood like the royal families. It, it, it's true. So they have an agenda. You know, Angelina Jolie, um, her and uh, Bob Thornton when they were together. I heard. I don't know if you remember. Remember, she used yeah, to wear she used to his wear the blood around her yeah. neck and his. And, and if you notice. Yeah. If you notice as well, a lot of the young celebrities, the Disney lot, they always have a breakdown by the time they're early 20s or they're drug addicts, Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus. They, look I, at that cute one, Macaulay Coughlin, the, hey, the Home Alone, the cute. Hey, that is a crackhead. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I don't know if you... um. Um, are you in the United States or are you still in your, London. your country? I live in your, London. Okay. Do you, are you familiar with, um, it's a cable station called TV One? No, we don't have it over here. Okay. TV1. Do you have, uh, let me see. Um, okay. Do you have a channel where they have this show called Fatal Attraction and For My Man? Yes. Okay. Yeah. For us. Okay. For us, it's called TV One. Okay. So this, this Sunday, they have a show called Uncensored that's on there. Okay. And this Sunday on Uncensored, they're going to be talking to Raven Simone. Mm, now, I don't know if you've been seeing the um, the commercials for hers, yeah. but apparently, and I didn't know this, 
until they started showing promos for her. Yeah. But and it's funny you mentioned that Disney thing because she, I think she's still with all Disney. of them. Yeah, they're all troubled. She I mean, you remember, wasn't she? She gorgeous? mentioned, mm, yes, sorry. she mentioned, she, she mentioned how her and I found out a number of others mm. um, when they were child actors. Um, she said that she doesn't remember ever being on the Cosby show, Raven wow. Simone. Please. And they said, yeah, and apparently this is a thing. Um, with um, a lot of others who have come out and spoke about this when they were child actors. A lot of them have said, yeah, I don't ever remember being on this show or Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I don't ever remember being on that show to the point to where, and this is what really tripped me out. She said, yes, I'm still close with some of the people from the Cosby show. But she said, she mentioned Malcolm Jamal Warner. Um, Mm. But she said that she doesn't, it's so bad she said that she doesn't really know why she's friends with him, but yeah. he's a really good guy and he's mm. a really good friend. And that blew my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I started looking up and some other child actors have said the same thing. And apparently, yeah. like I said, it's a thing where they, you really know, if they all remember. go through, yeah, they all go through some wild, you know, they all freak out. You know, I remember Raven, she was so cute. And then she was a lesbian. Then she wasn't a lesbian. She was white and she was black. They all go through this confusion, you know, yeah. because Hollywood, what they push is this, they call it fluid sex. Will Smith's children are into it. It doesn't matter whether you're a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter. You know, they really push the, you know, transsexuals can use female bathrooms and, you know, men that have had sex change are now females. They're trying to, they're trying to make a fluid sex where everybody's all equal. There's no man, there's no female. We're all, major, what do you call it, majorous. You know, we're all blended into one and a lot of and Hollywood really really pushes that I'll give you an example the the Williams sisters and and another thing you've got to remember Hollywood these children are are designed they know from day one the parents and a lot of them are handlers they're not even their real parents especially when they don't look like them They're, they're handlers so they like Tiger Woods he they knew from four years old he was going to be famous you know He's a scam. That's a robotic ball um, that they use. It's all of illusion. The the Williams sisters, how they first got into tennis was through trans sports. Later on, they got accused of being, you know, not real females, but they actually entered into it as young, nine, ten little eight-year-old little girls through the trans, not the normal sports, through transsexual. Why? You know, they they hide a lot of stuff with us from Hollywood. A lot of the most beautiful women in hosp- in Hollywood, when you really research them, they're not even female. And they're, they're the really most prettiest one. You know, they can change a lot of stuff now because Hollywood is a big illusion and they really worship the Bofimit. Just like in the UK as well. If you say, you you know, oh, I'm a woman, I want to be a man. The good doctor will let you go ahead. They don't really check you. They promote that, you know? Yeah, that's so, actually so perfect for what I want to show you next. So we're going to talk about um, two things. So the transhumanism thing, we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about how being vaccinated is like a religion now. So I don't know if you guys saw yeah. this, but this is the new mayor of new york so check this out i just want to get your thoughts on this so let's see what she had to say 
Okay. It's commuting back. And what we went through this pandemic made us stronger. I believe that, especially as I talked to young people who weren't able to have their graduations from high school or a normal life for the last 18 months. I say to them, whatever comes your way in life, you are stronger. You are more resilient. God let you survive this pandemic because he wants you to do great things someday. He lets you live through this when so many other people did not. And that is also your responsibility. But how do we keep more people alive? We are not through this pandemic. I wished we were, but I've prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love? But to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. Fighting systemic racial injustice, which exists today. And if there's a dot denier, I will take you on any date because I've seen it. I know it exists. Now, that really pissed me off because... Um she says, okay, as soon as everybody gets vaccinated, then we can talk about racial issues, right? But yeah. in New York, they have an um they have a excelsior path in New York where you cannot go to restaurants, you can't go to gyms, um, in certain places, and that affects black people more than anybody because we only only uh, I believe twenty nine percent of black people in New York have been vaccinated. So for her to say, Oh, you guys be my apostles. God wants you to do this. And then say, you know, as soon as you guys do this, they were going to get to the black issue. You know, it's like a slap in the face. And I just couldn't believe that um, this narrative like that. Oh, you don't want to get treated by somebody that's not vaccinated. Mm. But that's really not true, because as we said before, even the CDC says the vaccines no longer stop transmission against the Delta variant. Exactly. So we're not dealing with the original virus anymore. We're dealing with a different variant. So it makes absolutely no sense to, you know, assume that just because somebody has the vaccine that they can't give you COVID. And yeah. that's why the booster doesn't make any sense because what are you boosting? You're boosting exactly. the same you're boosting the this same exactly. shot against um we have a new virus now. So yeah, I just thought that was completely insane. I don't think I've ever seen um, this level of hysteria and um, yeah, also bringing to religion, use religion. Into it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh, do this for religion, and it's because they know that black people believe in the white Jesus. So do this for religion, and then we'll do deal with your race. I mean, the cheek of her, you know. And there's people that's, but over here, the religious lot are waking up. 
they're waking up to it. They're not falling for it anymore. And the booster is because, remember, the second shot kills 50% of the white blood cells. That's why they have to wait eight weeks because the first shot is 25, second will be 50, and the booster actually makes 75% because the devastation they were expecting hasn't happened. Plus as well, the booster will help to spread the corona more because they, they all have the... What's the thing called that spreads it, Shaquem? There's a, I can't remember what it's called. Um, there's a special something that that once you're vaccinated, you spread it. Spike proteins, that's right. it, the spike proteins. Yeah. So with the booster, your spike proteins will be higher. So you'll be able to infect more people. Yeah. But I don't believe it. But I mean, they, they're trying everything, um, saying you can get out of prison early in America. You can get oh, free wow. marijuana. Yeah. Yep. You can get money. You can, you can, you can, there's so many, you can get housing. There's certain people in America, if you agree and you're homeless, you can get housing. So a lot of people are lining up for it, you know? Now I heard about them giving out, you know, um, money, like they have raffles for um, money. But I had no clue of the other stuff you just mentioned. Um, oh, I heard yeah. about the marijuana thing too, but letting people out of jail and oh, giving homeless yeah. people free housing. America was the first to release the prisoners and it was targeted more at the black prisoners. Right. Um, and, they, and, they, and as well, I think as well, once you get that, they probably help them with the housing as well, you know? Because with what you do, when, when they say, oh, come and get the booster, you can just say, well, I'm going to actually wait until the, because remember, it's an experimental drug that you've agreed to. So all you have to say is I'm going to wait until the, the information is collected or the data information, the yellow card system mm -hmm. is tallied up and then I'll make a decision whether or not to get the booster. Because yeah. I think this booster, obviously the double shot hasn't worked for certain people because the people that had the bad reaction to the booster, like my mom took it, the first shot of Pfizer, yeah? My mom's working actually in Africa and they pressured her and I, I told her, mom, please don't take it. She still went ahead, took the Pfizer, it nearly killed her. She was in bed for five weeks. She had to get people to come in and cook for her. You know, my dad died years ago. Uh, so literally my mom said no way she rang me back saying oh my god my back my leg I've got this migraine I feel sick I don't feel myself I should have listened to you so when the doctor was badgering her to get get the eight weeks later when she was feeling slightly better she was too frightened she was definitely too frightened to, as she said it will kill me there is no if I felt like that after the first shot and that's what's happened the people that have actually died have died within the first three months. So if you haven't died in the first three months, you're not going to have a bad reaction. But what they're saying is because it's got the metal in it that moves around your body, you've got to be really careful with any top-ups because that will affect your white blood cells, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So I'm going to show you a short clip of what's actually in the vaccine. This is just for general knowledge purposes oh, really? for anybody that doesn't know. Brilliant. This is a brilliant doctor named Dr. Joseph Merkula. He's like a really well-known doctor here in America. He has a website called Merkula.com. He has amazing products, um, health products, nebulizers. Like if you can't breathe, get a nebulizer. And also um, Dr. Judy Minkovitz, who's uh, worked with the first AIDS patients. And so 
I'm just going to show like maybe three or four minutes of this just so we can get the for people that don't know what's in it and why some people don't want to get it or why some people might react differently because everybody's immune system is kind of different. So yeah. let me show mm-hmm. you this real quick and then we'll come back and discuss some more. One second. SARS-CoV-2 immunizations or vaccination, which is an absolute misnomer because this is being forced on the deaths from this. It's essential to prematurely kill large amounts of the population and disable it exponentially more. So we are going to dive deep today to give you the information, the ammunition you need to to be motivated to not only avoid the this and then what the, dangerous therapy for yourself, but for all of those literally beside myself with anger over this uh, over this gene therapy, this synthetic, you know, um, as you mentioned, gene therapy, chemical poison, and what they're doing um, worldwide, they're already not just the potential to kill, but in fact, we're already seeing the victims um, of the deaths from this, from this shot that um, um, it's, it's not only it's illegal, it it shouldn't, it shouldn't be done, it should be, it should be stopped right now, it should have never been allowed to happen. And yet we see it being forced on um you know the school populations that's what i have to do is i have to go you know talk at school board talk at churches talk at meetings do everything we can to stop the innocent victims who are being lied to and this fraud perpetrated um even further than the that the fraud of SARS-CoV-2 and what really COVID-19 is yeah, I, th- I think the media is going to do everything they can to suppress the truth. And the truth is that people are starting to drop like flies. We, and and in, in those people, you're going to see celebrities and, and prominent people in the in the news media. We have Normally, messenger RNA is not in the body, free in the body because Mm -hmm. the danger signal. So, you know, as a molecular biologist, the central dogma of molecular biology is that um, our genetic code, which is DNA, um, uh, is is transcribed, written into RNA, the messenger RNA. That messenger RNA is translated into protein or used in a regulatory capacity, um, not translated into protein and used to regulate gene expression in cells. So taking a synthetic um, messenger RNA, making it thermostable, that is making it not break down. We have lots of RNAs, RNAs and DNAs. Those are enzymes that degrade free RNA and DNA because again, those are danger signals to your immune system and they literally, you know, turn on the flame or drive inflammatory diseases. And as you just mentioned, now you've got it with PEG, uh, pegylated and um, polyethylene glycol and an lipid nanoparticle that will allow it to enter every cell of the body and change the regulation of our own genes with this synthetic RNA that actually 
is is the message for the synthetically for the gene syncytin, um, the, the HERB-W, the endogenous envelope virus that we have, everyone has in their genome. So now you're putting a synthetic syncytin. Um, we know that if syncytin, um, the, the, it's a gamma retrovirus envelope, and we know if it's, if it's expressed aberrantly in the body, in different places in the body, for instance, in the brain, which this these lipid nanoparticles will go, then you've got you've got multiple sclerosis. So the expression of that of that gene alone um, enrages microglia, um, literally inflames and dis dysregulates the communication between the brain microglia, the, the critical um, for clearing um, toxins and pathogens in the brain, um, and the communication with as the astrocytes. It dysregulates not only the immune system but the endocannabinoid system, which is the dimmer switch. So there you've all, we've already seen in the clinical trials, um, we've already seen multiple sclerosis as an adverse event. And, and it, we're being lied to, oh, that, those people had that. No, they didn't. And we also see, as we know, um, myalgic encephalomyelitis, inflammation of the book brain and the spinal cord, which is what we associated the exogenous gamma retroviruses, the XMRVs. So now you have the aberrant expression, the, the mouse viruses in, in many of the vaccines, including the polio vaccines, which we know from the, our studies. At the end of the day, between four and 6% of America, the, the so-called control group were, were infected with the gamma retroviruses. And, um, and now you're going to inject and, um, and, and drive you know, myalgic encephalomyelitis, we're seeing that already. We're seeing you've got, you've got an envelope of HIV expressed in that synthetic gene therapy. So you're expressing HIV GP120, which again is the, is the surface unit that, that can cause immune dysregulation. That's also, that's also, I thought it was just a spike protein, but it's also this HIV protein. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the spike proteins of SARS-CoV-2 contained HIV and, oh, and, okay. and so you put all three you put you put the uh, the you know the ACE2 receptor from a coronavirus you put HIV and you've and you've expressed a gamma retrovirus envelope um, protein that is cross-reactive with our human syncytin so this is why people are testing positive as you express that gene um, aberrantly under stress as you wear the mask and cripple your immune system and change the expression of our genes. This, this is, you know, this is a nightmare. This is, it's, it's beyond, so, I'm angry at this point in time. So you're, never be your, your, pre, your previous work in your last book focused on this XMRV, which you referenced, and it's a fascinating story. And if you're interested in it. Parkinson's disease chronic Lyme disease, anybody with an acquired immune deficiency from, from any pathogens and environmental toxins, those are the people who, um, who are dying and who will be, um, you know, will be killed, murdered by this vaccine. And Tony Fauci knows it. I understand he was on the CBS morning news show yesterday whining because I called him a criminal. Um, he is a criminal um, and, and, he, and, he, and he should he should literally be tried for treason and, and murder and crimes against humanity because it is very clear um, after he uh, after he destroyed my career and covered up XMRVs and the damage that 
they had done by uh, a heavily contaminated blood supply for 30 years and the contaminated vaccines, what he did um, to these families. So uh, he began immediately after 2012 when he when he stopped the the so-called Lipkin replication study and uh, yeah. in which was fraud. Um, yeah, he started uh, well, immediately. I, I, Created. It's, it's, that's a fascinating story, and I really would encourage people to listen to our previous interview. We, no, air <laughs> system. Then in those only get it, get, um, it, and they and they change the cleavage sites. That means okay. Wait, wait. wait that, that that's a pretty important piece of the puzzle, and I don't understand what that means. So, how is it integrated? How is the messenger RNA integrated into an adenovirus vector? Oh, well, it's synthetically, it's synthetically put into the vector. You, that's in molecular biology. You put it in an expression vector and then you put it, you wrap it in this in nanoparticle and you, and you, you change the normal cleavage site so that those RNases and DNases um, can't break it up. It's, it's, it's literally gene therapy. These are the gene therapy oh, um, vectors. That's right. Yeah, no, vector. That's what they use for, for, for uh, CRISPR technology. So, right. so that, that adenovirus allows it to penetrate all the cells and the nanoliposome lipid envelope allows it to escape uh, metabolism or de degradation by the body's normal circumstances. So you think it might stay in there for weeks or months? Uh, yeah, or, or forever. In certain oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and in, the, in some of the animal, the small animal models with others of these, they follow it with the luciferase gene, which, mm -hmm. which lights it up, which is so give it, you and you can track it and you can see it stay in the spleen and you can see that it goes to the brain. Um, so you've hit to the heart of your of your white blood cells, of your ability to to make immune responses. So um, I, I can see this. And then those, of course, with chemokine and cytokine signaling, the inflammatory cytokine storm you're going to get when you inject this synthetic, um, I, it can traffic everywhere in the body. It's, it's um, uh, for me, it's just, I, you know, I, I can't even sleep. I, I just, how evil this is. This is just, so deadly i don't i you know can't scream it loud enough from the rooftops you know it's it's interesting the all right i just want to play a short clip of that um so if you guys want the link to that full video it's on bit shoot of course you know that's not allowed on youtube um <laughs> i've seen loads of her videos she's brilliant <laughs> yeah I, I can i can i can hear why it's not allowed on there um I'm going to just say this because I'm not very well vast in everything that you guys are saying. Um, I'm kind of, sort of. So that's why I just, you know, listen for the most part. But yeah, that was a lot to take in. She was saying a lot of stuff. Shakim, if you got the video that I sent you with the Pfizer scientist that hit the microphone where he's actually saying your immune system is better off of, at fighting COVID than getting the vaccine. Oh, and then wow. a new the journalist. I sent it all to you. Yeah, it's a big thing in America. All these videos are from the USA. Is that um, Project Veritas? Uh, I've sent you about three. If you look, it says Pfizer um, scientists exposed, Pfizer scientists. And then a journalist actually confronts him and he tries to deny it. But there's a hidden camera where he's, 
he looks like he's at a restaurant and he's talking quite freely saying, you know, they've got about three different Pfizer employees, you know, yeah. um, talking about it, saying that, you know, they, they had to sign a, is it NDA? Yeah. You're not allowed to talk about it um, because they know what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing in America. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me ask you this real quick. I'm sorry. Um, you were talking about earlier, I think you said a friend or a family member yeah. had caught COVID and they yep. went in and the doctors, how long after, um, um, this person that's close to you, how long after did they realize that they had COVID before they went to the hospital? I think she that's important. She actually realized the next day because her mom works in um, healthcare. She works with the elderly and, you know, a lot of them are sick. And she said when she picked her mom up from work, her mom was coughing really bad. Mm-hmm. So she said to her mom, oh God, as a joke, I hope you haven't caught COVID. And her mum was really sick. She said that night, when she, after she dropped her mum, she felt really ill. She's got two daughters. They all started coughing. So the whole family, including her mum, went and got tested. They all tested positive to COVID. Um, her mum and her two daughters had COVID, but they didn't need hospital treatment. They just got medicine and were sent home to self-isolate. But they went immediately to the hospital? No, they got tested first because you've got to get tested to prove that you got it. And that test is not accurate, but they all did test positive. So they did. Okay, so they immediately after realizing that they probably have COVID, they went and they got immediately tested? Tested, yeah, because in UK, even in the um, ASDA, there's a COVID test centre. Everywhere you go, there's a COVID test centre. So they all... Yeah, everywhere. You can go hospital. they got little everywhere. Shopping it's the same centers. here. Yeah. Yeah. So they went and got tested and they all and her two daughters who are teenagers and one's in her 30s. They were they were not severe. This is what I'm saying. They just got sent home after they saw the doctors. Her her mum and her two daughters were just sent home to take the medicine and self-isolate. And they were fine after about two weeks. My friend now, because she's got underlying issues, she has one she has, she has weight because COVID seems to really attack people that have weight. She's got weight yes. and also she's got uh, asthma, breathing problems already. Mm-hmm. So that's why she got it that bad and she needed the ventilator and hers. And she even said, because I said to her, because she was like me, she was quite sceptical whether COVID actually really existed. So when I actually spoke to her, I rang her when, when I found out she was sick and she was actually in the hospital, she said, yeah, nice. it really does exist. I really feel terrible. She was telling me all her symptoms. But, you know, she said what was really weird, the doctors asked her, because she was in hospital about eight days, look, you know, you might as well get vaccinated because you don't want to catch it. You, she works with the public as a driver. You know, you work with the public. And she said, no, you know, I will fight it with my natural immune and there was an elderly black nurse that said to her that came to her and she said oh I can see on your records that you're refusing the vaccine and she said yeah I think I can beat this I feel all right all right I feel sick she had like you know the the tubes in her nose she had the ventilator but she said no and the nurse who was an old lady said to her you don't need the vaccine she said I'm I don't believe in getting vaccinated should I've been working here on the COVID ward for the two years COVID and I've not caught it I make sure I take my moringa my black seed my garlic my ginger my super fruits she said I've not caught it she said and stick to your guns she actually told my friend privately because she trusted my friend she knew my friend weren't going to tell him you know 
tell her employees, but she said, you don't need it. So she, when she rang me, she said, you're so right. She said, even a nurse told me that I don't need the vaccine. Yeah. And she's gone back to work. She's gone back to work, and she, you know, and she's a tram driver. Mm. So yeah. let me ask you, let me, let me ask you this. And, and I'm a, I know you got um, to get to the other video, Shaquem, um, Shaquem, I'm sorry. Lord have mercy. Um, but I got to <laughs> ask you this. So overall, mm. do you believe that COVID is real and it's just that you don't believe that we actually need to get vaccinated? Or do yeah, you believe, I believe that COVID is fake as well as needing to get vac- vaccinated? No, I believe, COVID, I believe COVID is real. It's a form okay. of pneumonia. It, start, it can be, it, COVID starts from either a mild cold Mm-hmm. right through to a chest infection through to the flu to the serious covid what can kill you which is pneumonia but they've just called it covid which is zars and but i believe that it was made by the doctors that fauci they released it i believe they released this new um covid so yeah i do believe it exists but i don't believe it's as deadly as they were hoping as you know it as turned out to be that's why they rushed the vaccine through so what do you think about the people that don't believe it's covid because there are a lot of people that don't believe that covid is because they don't have the right information once they realize covid is a form of pneumonia then they get it because when you look at the symptoms of covid it's fluid on the lungs there's only one disease that has fluid on your lungs and that's pneumonia so all mm-hmm. of a sudden, we're not dying of pneumonia, which kills billions, billions. I had yes. a whole family in Canada. My only family we had in Canada, the whole of them, three of them, died of pneumonia over 15 years ago. So pneumonia kills something like 20 billion worldwide. So what they've done is just labeled pneumonia COVID and, and mm. lied to people. Yeah, that's what they've done because COVID is a form of pneumonia and doctors are... But why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense because pneumonia is pneumonia. To put the the world at a standstill so they they can bring in the new world order. Yeah? Wow. Everybody's like, because you see, (laughs) the word COVID stands for Certificate of vaccine id the word covid c-o-v-i-d stands for certificate because you have to get a certificate once you get your vaccine now you've got a certificate yeah they were hoping to bring in a certificate passport now in england we opposed it because it will have all your medical record whether you've had five kids whether you're you know a criminal that it, it was imposed in on your human rights so the you know they're trying said, to add i'm sorry um, I, yes. I gotta say this to what you're saying did you hear they here in america with the stimulus package that they claim mm-hmm. they're trying to put together for the fourth one don't you know that they're trying to add on a $600 um, or 600 something million or whatever? They're trying to put money towards um, I've got a uh, bit the, of information. I, the IRS. Yeah, yeah the I've IRS. Got a bit of information um, about that stimulus. You've got to be very yeah, careful. They, they're trying was, to get the IRS to, yeah. um, to uh, um, what they called it, to uh, keep an eye out on the way we spend our money. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a trap. That's a, Sh- Shaquem had some really valued points about that and he got shot down 
in a few lives um, mm-hmm. and he does I'm what not shocked um, I've, I've um, I <laughs> wow. watched a video from this black guy talking about it in America because all the information yeah. comes from America and he said it's designed that they make all the small businesses or, or if you're unemployed you can apply for this COVID fund so you get the money and then as soon as they say the pandemic's out they start taking money from your bank account you haven't got a choice and a lot of people don't realise that so what's going to happen a lot of small businesses that have got this stimulus check it's a loan when the government's ready they're taking it back a lot of people are taking it thinking that you don't have to pay it back you do have to pay and that's what i was trying to say that's the catch that's gonna freak up and f up a lot of people shakim was trying to say it the other day and a lot of people weren't hearing what he was saying Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh it's designed to because because remember the, the the lockdown made a lot of small businesses go out of town now the stimulus now they're giving you all this money you're taking it for your business but remember your business is not doing very well anyway because it's lockdown people are scared Bet. to go out they're scared to go and mix because of covid so your business is not going to do well anyway and then at the end of covid or the pandemic, they're going to say, you owe us this, and then you're going to have to sell your business. I'm telling you, it's a bit of a scam. So but be living, very careful yes, of that. Yes. But, yes, but living life, yeah. living life, let me say this real quick, because Shaquem, I don't want to take the focus off of the light that you shined on this, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, because I think other than finding out that this was circulated in that group, I, I and again, I don't know if I actually spoke out on it because it was misinformation being put out. But I, if I believe so, I was the first one that mentioned this when I heard that this was being circulated in that circle. And I was just like, no, this is not a money grab. This is only for those who have businesses that are failing. And you have to, there's a lot of paperwork that goes with it. You don't just sign up and say, hey, this is my yeah. business. This is my social and birthday. And yeah, I think I deserve to get this. No, there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of rules to this. And you have to give them literally. I mean, I'm surprised they're not making you give them their blood. There's a well, lot the pro, the that pro you have to guy, do with this. And people yeah. are lying to people. Right. And when Shaquem, and when Shaquem, saying, when Shaquem you know, took it a step further, Cause I didn't do all of what Shaquem did. I was just mm-hmm. on the surface telling people, don't listen to this person. Cause you never know the IRS might be listening to this. And this That's person true. is telling you that this is a money grab right. and it's not. And then when Shaquem shine an even bigger light on it, because people refuse to listen or like we all know people just want to be goofy and silly. That's fine. But when he's trying to tell you something serious, it's like, no, you need to listen, but people... Yeah, Shaquem has a lot of knowledge. That's why I gave up. I gave up. Yeah. And as well, I think what they're going to do, because the people won't be able to pay back this stimulus check that they'll take their businesses or say they own half of it. Yeah. It's, either, it's anywhere between. I think you have to pay back anywhere, depending on... I think, I think what you borrow is what you have to pay back. And that's the part two that they don't tell you. Right. These the people got to pay the ch- these back. 
Yeah, that's right. And I think as well, the way they're going to get back the money, remember everyone's, you know, going to be, their businesses have suffered through COVID. No matter what mm -hmm. business you've got, it's going to suffer because people are in lockdown, they're in the house, they're scared to go out. So I think, and there is absolutely no need, you know? Yeah, yeah but some of these businesses, but some of these businesses, and I'm not going to say any specifics, but there are some businesses where you can get around that. You can do work from home. You can set up appointments um, if your job allows it or if you're the people above you. You can have a conversation with them. Hey, can I do one by one, you know, from my home? You know, will you guys approve this? So in my opinion, I think a lot of people, and it's the same thing with the stimulus and the government giving people help. I agree with Shaquem. There is nothing wrong with getting help. Where I have an issue with is people lying about the help that they're getting and the reason behind it. And also have a problem with those who do that. They don't want to get up off their behinds and go about the right way of doing this, but they want to brag about getting money. But they want to also brag about the fact that, oh, it's I'm not getting it for what you think I am. You know, this is a money grab. No, that's crazy. Yeah, I think nothing's nothing's free in this society. Exactly. You've got to pay somehow. <laughs> exactly. You know, I totally agree with Shaquem. I don't trust it, you know. Yeah. I, I don't trust I, it. Because even the churches are getting more money if, if they got if they promote the COVID. That's why all these community centers, black projects, churches, they all get extra funding if they promote the COVID or if they put a COVID center in their vicinity, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I remember um some I think you were kind of asking, like, do people believe COVID is real? So yeah, this this video, I got a short clip I want to show you where she breaks down that there's a difference between SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. And so if you want to watch this full video, just go to BitChute and type in Mike Adams Brighton Conversations. He's a he's a journalist and she's basically just going to show you what the difference is between the two. So let's see if we could play a little bit of that. Okay. and transmittable to human cells. What was done is the SARS-CoV-2 virus was manufactured um, in the Vero monkey kidney cell line is the manufacturing plant. And so every picture you get um, of SARS-CoV-2 um, or SARS or MERS um, is, is a literally a manufactured particle that is a monkey virus. So, um, you know, um, it's a monkey virus, but that monkey virus, its DNA, its sequences um, were injected um, in polio vaccines, in MMR vaccines, in flu vaccines. And uh, they've been in that cell line uh, since the mid nineties. 
So uh, just like uh, Dr. David Martin was saying, um, it's only just a bunch of sequences. And this is what PCR detects as sequences. A virus particle buds. It buds literally out of the cell of the host. So if that infectious RNA was in the blood or in the sputum or in the lung lavage from a human with COVID-19, what you have to do is take the lung lavage and culture it in a continuously growing human cell line that supports the replication of SARS-CoV-2. Well, that didn't happen. They took it out of the lung lavage in people, and I looked at every one of the biosafety level four labs that purported to have a paper that said they isolated it. And in every single case, they put it in the Vero monkey kidney cell line. It never was a human virus that I coughed on you or you coughed on me and, and, and or anybody else. And so I, I see these doctor's reports saying, oh, the transmission of this virus was airborne. No, it wasn't. You know, show me the virus. The sequence is not the virus. So, okay, what you're saying here is is it's extraordinary, and I'm what I'm finding through my own independent investigation is confirming what you're saying. For example, you're just talking about how they claim to have isolated the virus, but they really haven't. And when I was searching for certified reference materials on COVID, I noticed that some of them are labeled isolates, and they say it was isolated in Washington in February of 2020. And then you read the the description sheet, and it says something like, quote, uh, this is not to be used for, for creating antigens because it contains a host cell genetic material and genetic material from the bovine blood serum that was used to, to grow the, the cell. It's like, well, how's that an isolate then? Correct. And this is this is exactly what what we've been trying to alert everybody to, uh, the, the particle has to every virus is an obligate parasite the envelope virus is the envelope around protecting the nucleic acid protecting the rna comes from the cell of the of the host whether it be a plant a cow a pig a human and and those are cell lines my entire career since 1983 all i do is the magic of creating cell lines that support viral replication purifying those viruses studying them and seeing if they associate with human disease so there there are plenty of viruses that that live in humans can be transmitted from person to person but what you're saying just to be i mean you clarify but is that the SARS-CoV-2 what's called COVID-19 uh it is not i mean they're they're just relabeling some other genetic material that comes from essentially what monkey viruses or other coronaviruses what exactly they're taking monkey they're taking monkey a monkey virus so the genetic material is SARS-CoV-2. That means severe acute respiratory syndrome sequences RNA. And, and SARS-CoV-2 also has a little X H herb 
HERV W, human endogenous virus W, syncytin protein, which all animals, the monkeys will have a syncytin too. And then HIV from simian immune deficiency virus, which is also a natural virus of monkeys. So when you express, when you, when you take a, a synthetic part of a, a virus and you grow it in the monkey cells, you can get recombination events of all the monkey viruses. So it's a monkey virus. Um, and so, but the GP120 will look like HIV GP120. And we know from the work of the vaccine work, uh, the, the fraud of Deborah Burks and Robert Redfield from the 90s, they attempted to make a vaccine for HIV and they, they literally injected pieces and parts, the sequence of HIV, the envelope, the spike in the envelope are the same thing. That's the only part your immune system sees as non-self. So if a human virus, they would bud directly from the lipid bilayer, that is your cell membrane. It buds from there and that's what protects the RNA from degradation. And the only thing that sticks through your human lipid bilayer from the cell that produced that virus is the envelope or spike. That's the toxic part because that's the only thing that is non-self to your immune system. All right. So the, the so pretty much what she was saying is that um, SARS, they say they isolated it, but they use monkey cells to grow the virus. So mm. when you isolate a virus, you have to use human cells because those cell lines that they use are they've been using the same cell lines for like 30 years and they've been um, contaminated, right? Because they're immortal cells, so they don't die. And they um, they figured out how to do that when Henrietta Locks died in the 50s of, uh, I believe, breast cancer and her cells were still alive after she died. And so a lot of mm. times they say, hey, you guys, uh, without the black woman, we wouldn't have this vaccine. But they took her cells without her permission and without her family's permission after death. And then they used it to figure out how to grow viruses in laboratories. So um, pretty much uh, the reason I just showed that clip was just to show you that SARS, they, they conflate SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, but the infection is not the disease. So yeah, you can have HIV and never get AIDS. So they, they're confusing the infection and the disease. And, and that confuses everybody because everybody that tests positive doesn't wind up on a, a ventilator. So there is a difference between the two. And that's why yeah. you just have to, you know, just do some more research on it. And yeah, there is HIV in it. That's personally why I didn't get the vaccine because, yeah, I, you know, for me, that, that was the most disturbing part of my research was how there was these um, HIV sequences in this spike protein. And I'm like, you know, I, I can't play with my health like that. So this is an article, if anybody wants to look it up, I already covered this on, I believe, episode 40 of this podcast. This is a paper which was written by, I believe, 13 scientists from India, which said there were uncanny similarity of unique inserts in the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein to the HIV GP120 protein and also the GAG protein of HIV. So I'm not going to get like really detailed into that right now because that's another topic, but... Uh, just wanted to answer that question, you know, if you're wondering, you know, why they keep calling everything COVID when, you know, it's not really everybody that gets the virus doesn't end up, you know, pretty much dead. It has a 99.99% survival rate. So, yeah. So um, with that being said, um, 
the last thing I wanted to talk about, I just wanted to get you guys thoughts on um, what's happening as far as has anybody heard what's happening in Africa right now with with the uh, with the vaccine and the, the currency? Anybody heard anything about Africa? No, I haven't. No. OK, well, I'll pull it up and show you yourself so you can see why what's really happening in Africa is really disturbing. So pretty much what's happening in Africa is they're using the vaccine to do kind of like predictive policing. So what they have is a Bill Gates funded Gavi vaccine alliance, and they partner with MasterCard to create a biometric identity platform that's launched in West Africa and will combine COVID-19 vaccinations, cashless payments and potential law enforcement applications. So this is the website that you can go to. Um, it's called the CO2 monitoring credit card that cuts you off at your carbon max. And it's about um, they will use body activity data um, generated from the vaccine to hook you up to cryptocurrency. This is the patent number W02000060606. And um, pretty much what it will do is it will monitor you and say, um, you know, if you're lying, it can tell if you're lying. And if you're lying, then you you get a strike. And then when you get a certain number of strikes, then you can you will not receive payment on your debit card or to your bank account. And they can also use it, like they said, for predictive policing. So this is the uh, this is the patent right here. Uh, maybe it's gone now. Maybe they took it down off Twitter. I guess they did. But um, just wanted to show you guys um, what's happening on in Africa and that they're partnering with MasterCard to do this. So we have to be really careful with this digital currency. Like I'm a proponent of digital currency, um, but I also realize the value of cash because when you have cash, you know, you can do whatever you want. And um, this this card right here is the new card that they're trying to come out with. It's called a, a Everyday Climate Action MasterCard. And yeah, it will be hooked up to cryptocurrency. So if you do anything that the government doesn't like, then they can use this card or this system, this ID that they're creating to cut off your money and to also send the police to wherever you're located. So yeah, that's just a summary of what's happening in West Africa right now. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of money and have um, contactless society. So that's true. That's part of the new world order. Everything on credit card and no actual cash. And they're using... Wow. Because wow. now they're saying over here that now money has got COVID on it. They're actually saying it in the news. So people are scared to use money. So it's all part of the agenda to make everything. And Shaquem's right, the government can control you because I think they control the banks anyway. You know, if everything's on your card and you've got no cash, you know, you have to. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's why they passed, they're trying to get the IRS to monitor our bank accounts here for anything yep. over $600. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the government has started to get really into our personal business more than they ever have. And that's you why you remember people... when Obama 
You remember when Obama was in office and they were trying to um they were trying to do this then where they was trying to put something into law to be able to monitor our personal day to day. And then somehow I think that got stopped or something happened and they didn't go any further with it. You remember that Shakim? Yep. Yep. Because yeah. like, back then people were more, you know, white people weren't really trusting of Obama. And then we had Trump come into office and everybody's like very politicized and just attacking Trump every day. But they're not realizing what's, what was happening as Trump was getting ready to leave office and Joe Biden was, and the Democrats were getting ready to take over, they weren't really paying attention to like, you know, the people in power and, the, and their true intentions. And so we know for a fact that um, Dr. Fauci funded um, through his organization, the National Institutes of Health, he funded research in China. And their job in China was to create these super viruses. And um, that was actually stopped under Obama. But under Trump, that research was allowed to start back up. And then coincidentally, you know, right in the middle of his presidency, we have a pandemic. So, yeah, we. But Shaquem, I think we need to. I don't. And I did, you know, me and you are here in the United States. So, but, you know, I. I'm going to just keep it real with you, okay? I, as far as, like, when it comes to Obama, no, Obama was not perfect. You can't name one president that was perfect, okay? And if I'm wrong, I have no problems admitting that. But so far, I haven't heard of any president being perfect. But with that being said, I believe, in, from just from what I've heard from both sides, what Obama had in mind was being snowballed by the Repu- Republican Party. Now, the Democrats, I'm learning as I go. I didn't start paying attention to our government until um, President Bush's son got into office. That's when I started really paying close attention. And I realized that it's not one or the other, it's both. You know, sometimes they're a problem together. Sometimes one is a problem, the other one is good. You know, it just all depends. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Obama, I think he had good intentions, but when he got in there, definitely the Republicans made it clear that no, we're not trying to let you get anything done we're going to show up and show out at every turn and to the point where they made this publicly known. Okay. Now, as far as him, you know, being able to do things and still not getting it done. Yes. That's why I find fault with him. Like he, there are some places where he could have tried a little harder and for whatever reason he didn't, when it comes to Trump, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a fan of Trump at all. So whether he does good or bad, I'm not trying to see it. All right, you did good, cool. But at the end of the day, he's not my cup of tea. All right? But didn't you see how Trump and Boris, the one in England, looked alike? Do do you remember? And they had the similar personalities. Because they're planted. They know exactly who they're putting in power. Yeah? Exactly. 
I used to vote until I realised it was all a scam. Just like um, what's, were you, Trump was put in, they put Trump in as the president that didn't really know anything, acted a bit wild. And um, that's why. I remember at first of, of the COVID, he was saying, oh, it don't exist. Oh, I'm going to give you bleach. He, he acted mm-hmm. erratic, just like our president. I mean, they actually look alike. They both got the same scatty blonde hair. They yep. got the same bloodline anyway. But they put them there. Um, Trump was put there deliberately, just like Obama was put there as well because really I've tried to really research Obama no one really he was planted we don't know where he comes from he well, wasn't no 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 let me well let me tell you let me tell you because actually okay and this is just for me paying attention from what I did see there was a lead up to what Obama you know how he got to where he is so he graduates from Harvard he gets, um, he starts being a community activist. This is well known. Many people have spoken about him going door to door. You know, yeah. he, he was, he did that. And then he got a seat in the Senate. To my knowledge, and this is just from what I was hearing, he wasn't thinking about becoming a president. Somewhere along the way, he started paying attention to well, maybe this is something I'm just paraphrasing things, but some of it I actually was hearing as I learned about him. But somewhere along the way, he decided, okay, I actually do want to be a president. And then he talks to his wife, as we all know, and blah, blah, blah. Now, Trump, from my understanding, and I wasn't paying attention to this, but apparently Trump had been wanting to be president for a very long time. And there's a lot of people, even back in the 80s and 90s, you see footage of him talking about this. Yeah, and the so fact that Trump, the fact that Trump was able to become president in yeah, the United and we, Remember, America's a super world power. You know, them and Britain, imagine an actor. He was an actor. He did The Apprentice. He was a businessman. Yeah. No other... President Reagan president. was an actor. He started yeah, out I know, as an actor. But he, he became he studied a, yeah. politics. What I'm saying about yes. Obama, when you look at his younger childhood, it's very sketchy. Just like they plant uh-huh. people. There's no real, just like people went to Africa to try and find his African family. No one never knew of him in that village. So I believe Trump when they, when, they, when they went to, um, his mum was half whatever European. When they tried to trace them, these people are not really traceable. Nobody really knew them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even though you say, oh, we went door to door, you know, they only now and again, they'll find a picture of him. No, he went to school split. for it. He went to school for it. He was a community activist. Then he got a seat in the Senate. And then somewhere along the way, he decided he wanted to be president. He's totally, find, what I'm saying he's to you, totally, he's totally some, different from Try and find Trump's some pictures history. of him being an activist. Try and find I've some got, pictures. I'll be more than, I'll do you one better. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up. I'm a look Obama up. was I'm a look. planted. I'm a, I'm all, a he look did, all he did, because I, I, we were so happy in England. I'm going to look up a documentary for president. you. Listen, or I, if I you want to, you can look up a documentary yourself and Please, you will I've see. It. Darling, I've researched yes, him already. You'll see, you'll see I, many I, I, footage we, we of him had, going door to door pictures. and people talking not, about not, him. I'm not saying I was a Obama hater because we could not believe a black president. So we all supported him in UK. Every Every black person, we had our pictures up 
of Obama, you would think mm-hmm. we were American. Yeah, so we were rooting for Obama. But then when we really sat down and researched him and studied him, he didn't really do, what did he do for black Americans? Give them an Obama phone. We thought that they were going to knock down the projects like they did in the England, knock down the but, but I'm telling you, this people is People get I'm... more jobs. People, but this is, you know, but this didn't, is... he didn't really do nothing. for. All Obama did was bring in the new gay rights. He, he did for the no. gay people. But yeah, what I'm telling trans. you is, but what I'm telling you is, because I know you guys look up things, we all do. But what I'm saying to you is that when it comes to, okay, when it comes to what Obama has done and did do versus what Trump did and did do, it is two totally separate, different things. Okay. When it comes to Obama, I can tell you, and you can look it up for yourself. I was what not there. Do? I what was not do? there physically. What is it's like I explained to you, and you can look it up as we're talking. I'm not lying to you. Yeah, because I've researched, and the only he, thing I know. Yeah, so so let me ask you this. When you phones? research, let me let me let me let me let me just break it down. Let me break rights. it down. Uh, hold on, hold on. Just just let me just let rights. me do this. I'm gonna break it down and you can answer this question for me because you said you looked him up. So number one. When you looked him up, did you see that he, in fact, did go to Harvard? I'm just asking you a question. Yes. Okay, next question. When you also researched him, do you, did you see that he was a community activist in Chicago? No, didn't see none of that. Okay, you can look that up on Google. Okay. Next question. Next question. Google. Did you see that while, but hold on, but did you see while he was a community activist, he went on to um get a, have a seat in the senate mm-hmm. did you okay. see that no okay no. so okay well you can find that too mm-hmm. now after that okay while he was in the senate somewhere along the way he decided that he wanted to become president okay mm-hmm. so what i'm saying to you is we can go back to this after you've researched all of that to see what you know what you know what his steps were and how he became president. Now, I want to say this to you. When he became president, and you can research this too, okay? When you listen to all the rallies that he did, everything mm-hmm. that he talked about, what he wanted to do. Oh, and again, and again, but hold on. Yeah, again, I want to that. say to you, I want to say to you, Obama was not perfect. I agree with you on that. But overall, I just got to say this. When he got into office, he had every intent on doing everything he mentioned when he, before he got into office, and this is literally, you can watch so the documentary. did he actually do anything that he mentioned? Well, hold on, I'm getting to that. So if you look at the documentary, if you look at the documentary, he literally, when he was doing his inauguration, the Republicans were not too far down the street from that first yeah, inauguration, and they were all sitting together having lunch talking about how they were going to stop him from doing the things that he spoke about in his many rallies and in his inauguration okay you can look this up now when he got into office okay the things that they couldn't stop him from doing that he could have did yes I I find fault with that there was some things that he could have done that he did but overall but overall, 
he was stopped by Republicans, okay? That Obama. Hey, hold on one <laughs> second. Hold on one second, you guys. Um, somebody raised their hand. I'm not sure. Is this outlaw? That, that's me, Shotgun. Yeah. I just, I mean, before we hear off the path, we just need to be very careful because it takes hundreds of millions of dollars to run for president. You have yes. to take tons and tons of money from people, which means you are compromised. There's a book, sister, called Political Chronology. At the highest levels of all politicians, when they test them, they find they're extremely psychopathic. Okay. At the end of the day, Obama is there. It has to play ball. He's one of them. You can't truly say because you don't know his heart yes. that you know what he truly believes in. You get tapped for president. Okay. Obama Just like you did. When they cut those checks, they own you. It's the only way you get the platform to be talked about. That's what I just said to her. I told her how the Republicans controlled it. That's Obama. At the top of the pyramid, it's it's like Coca Pepsi. You you Uh, think that they use the the alternative the other side of the coin to make it look like they're all not in bed together when they actually are. Do you feel like they use him? Do you feel That's like what I was explaining to you. Yes, yes, they you use you know what? Over here, yes, they snowballed. Yes, they snowballed we everything that he was trying to do. And that's what he's not telling you. No, but what he I did like was the way they rallied. Yeah, they rallied he around the key JC from doing what he said he was going to do. Do they like their speeches? No. Do any no, they have no. a person, they have a person to come in to write that. No, let me let me answer your question because you're here just like me. So let me answer your question, okay? No, they don't per se write it, but they do all come together and they agree upon what's going to be in those speeches. That's a fact. Can you prove that? How do you prove that? That's That's not an assumption. Assumption. Okay, That's now we're getting, now we're getting, now we're getting. I, and this is the no, reason you why can tell I left. But hold on, hold on. But this, this speech. is the reason. This is the reason why, and we're all having a discussion. And I love this, but I don't want it to get into a, you know, a thing where, you know, it is what it is. But then we want to do this whole. Can you? It's all right there. Okay. They've all spoken about this. It came out of their mouths. That's how I learned about this. Like I said before, before um, Bush's son came into office, I didn't know anything about politics. That's a fact. I can admit that. After he came in, I started paying attention. Okay? That's when I learned. I didn't know that the president didn't have the final say. I didn't know that. When I saw that Katrina thing, I I was out of my mind. I was like, why is the president? I was like, why is the president? I was like, why is the president sitting on his ass not doing anything? And then when I learned that he doesn't, he he has the final say on some things, which is called an executive order. Okay. But for the most part, he cannot get the final say so overall unless the people in government give him the go ahead. And so what I'm saying to you is, no, Obama was not perfect. And they made it clear, the Republicans, and again, you can look this up. We're not going to be like, come on. They, you can look this up. They made yeah, it clear it. the day of his inauguration. You're not going to get anything done as long as 
we are in office. Now, the things that he could have done, the things, the things that he could have done, yes, he could have done better in getting it done. But the things that he could not get done, because the Republicans, and again, I quote, they said, we are not going to let you succeed. You can look this up. Well, I'm not okay. going to do this whole, well, is it true? Did you like, come on. It's well, you're, you're right. But also like, you know, any president can use that excuse, right? Like any president, because when exactly. you get elected, you, exactly. you don't He's necessarily a have a majority, you. right? Like That's when right. Obama got elected, the Democrats did have a majority for his first term. Exactly. It was the second term when he lost majority. But even Trump um, wasn't able to just do whatever he wanted. He faced a lot Facts. of pushback and uh, Republicans were dominant for four years and then the Democrats took over and now the Democrats, and now the Democrats are fucking up with Biden and Biden, Biden, I believe Biden was going to be different, but I see Biden and this is where I'm talking. Oh, no. I'm not confused. I'm not confused on anything. I see what's going on. Biden, uh, I creepy. believe in Biden, but creepy. Biden is full of shit. Did you believe it when they stormed the White House? Do you remember when all them people look i'm gonna I'm tell you exactly how i feel about that in short term i believe that what i saw trump had everything to do with it because this is my thing if you don't have nothing to do with something that serious you're not gonna sit up there and be well he's smug all day but what you're not gonna do is get me to go along with you know acting like i had something to do with this when i really didn't so in saying that the yes i believe staged. it happened i believe it was that staged. he was behind it Listen, okay. black people, if black people decided, say Black Lives Matter who, or whoever decided to storm gun, um, America, they've got armed guards. There's no way they'd let that capital just people to just storm with one security guard. It doesn't make <laughs> right. sense. That yes. We were laughing over here like, are they for real? <laughs> and one of them had the cheek to actually be dressed in the Simpsons outfit and they showed it on the Simpsons, we're like, are they for real? Yes. We were laughing over here, like, do they think Americans are stupid? Yes. Every single one of them were actors, even a security guard. There's no way they would, they would have got gunshot. Do you think black people could have stormed that or terrorists? But Everything see, that, and, that, and, that, and that point, hold on, hold on, hold on, let's That's not why skim Trump over that. In the you building. just made a good point. Don't skim over that. You just made a good point. You said, do you think Black people would have been able to get away with that. Now, just just hear what you just said. No, they wouldn't have been able to get away with that, which is what had me because I heard about the story that you're telling, you know, that, yeah, this looked like it was staged and we believed it was staged. You're not the first person that I heard bring this up. OK, but here's my thing. The point is. White people got away with this, okay? No, no, no. We got the news, because remember, we're, I think, eight hours behind you. So when we mm -hmm. got it, because a lot of them were Trump supporters. That's why there weren't so many Black people and mm -hmm. other people. They were Trump supporters. Thanks. The Trump supporters themselves were like, hold on, we didn't know this was going on. By the time they actually got themselves ready and they saw it on the news and reached up there, it was all over because it was actors that were up there that were doing it. The real Trump supporters were uh... online saying... How comes we didn't know about this? The real supporters, by the time they got up there, that's when the real police, the American army, and then people had already showed up because it was all staged. It was staged. Um, we knew that straight Shaquem, away. Shaquem, while we're talking about this, could you look it up and see if um, you can find any audio on Trump supporters um, 
that um, admit to being at the uh, at that uh, the thing that happened. Okay. Yeah, but you can get actors to do that. You can get actors. This is a world stage. Well, no, um, okay. Creepy. So let me ask you this. I've so, actually but, seen so, the so videos. Let me, so let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. Redneck, and I'm talking a racist lot saying we didn't. Okay, know this well, was let going well on. let me ask you this. So, and, and this is why I asked you. This is why. This is why you. I asked you about the COVID thing because I just wanted to get a clear understanding of where you were with the COVID versus vaccine. So I'm asking you this about you know, people and what they do and who who's really who. Okay, so let me ask you this. So you believe that, do you believe that every single person that was there was an actor? No, no, no. There were some people that were obviously from the public. Okay, so at the end of the day, so, so at the end of the day, if I'm hearing you correctly, well, for the most part, you believe most of them were actors, but yeah, the you do believe that, that some you of saw them on the news climbing the wall. Okay. The main characters, the guy. So let me ask you this. So let me ask you this as well. Okay. Now, for me, yes, if it if it is true that most of them were actors, I agree. That's messed up. It's uncalled for, really. But here's my thing. At the end of the day. If what you're saying is also true, that there are, were some that was there, which I believe overall that all of them were there for that purpose, for real. But my thing is this, at the end of the day, they were there and they were mm-hmm. there to cause, you know, vandalism, you know, people possibly losing their lives or getting injured. OK, at the end of the day, it was all wrong. Okay, set up or not, they knew set no up maybe kind of no sort of. No one died, did they? No one actually died, did they? Um, if I'm not mistaken. Or they said the policewoman that got shot, the actress that we all discovered was a crisis actress. And you got to remember, even from the Black Lives protest from the <sighs> George Floyd in America, what did they have? Actors that were mashing up the buildings, trying to blame the black people. The police were putting bricks mm. on the floor. Not everything, not everything and everybody is an actor I know in that. these I real know serious that. things. Creepy, like creepy. I just, I know this. I'm going to end this conversation and, and I, with and you. And I want to say this to I know you too. We're, we're, having, we're having good dialogue. Please do not mistake my conversation with you for me trying to upset you. I'm We're not, talking I'm about learning. COVID I'm, I'm really and learning the government. from you. I know the government yes. are scammers and I know COVID is a way to control. So I'm not going to say, I believe the government is very flawed I like too. to listen to underlying scientists, philosophers that are going to tell you the truth. I don't believe television. So, you know, Shaquem knows yeah. me. Shaquem well, knows I mean, me. it's all yeah. it's all on footage. It all is on footage on camera, whether you give it to YouTube, whether you give it to TV, or whether but you, you keep it in the news. Footage can be staged as well. I've seen a lot of footage that I, was staged, I, I, and I and I totally agree mm-hmm. with you. But there is some footage that is not staged, and all I'm trying to do is because I'm whether you know it or not, I'm gaining knowledge from you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. It, it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems like everything that is a group of people that is doing something, it just seems like I keep hearing actors, actors. This didn't really, it's actors, it's mm. actors. And well, I'm if just you think about it, creepy, you can think about it like this, right? Hold on yes. one second. And maybe this will like yes. make it easier for everybody to understand. So when you think about movies, so how many movies have you seen and you were like, oh, it's just a movie, but it actually comes true, like, in some way. Like, even the movie Contagion. Has anybody seen that movie? 
You mean a football movie? Or yeah, I've seen oh. it. I've seen no, it. No, Contagion was. Concussion? Yeah, Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, Contagion so was about it. how a virus leaked out of China and spread around the world yeah. and caused a pandemic. So, not sure if you've seen that. Okay, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. But I've heard of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, like movies and television, um, a lot of times they are what you could call predictive programming. So, like, if you if you just think about any movie that you might say is a little out there, it has some basis in reality, right? And mm-hmm. so TV kind of works like that. And I think that's what you're saying, living life is like, um, based on how it how the story came about that day, it started off as like a Trump thing. No, it started off as a protest against the election and then it turned into yeah. The Trump supporters chaos Trump trying to murder and kill people and, yeah, and hurt people rubbish. in Congress. Rubbish. And then it just exploded mm-hmm. into what it is today. And that's not to say that certain things don't start with real people on the streets. But if you really think about it, it was most a of the times when people are protesting, it, the news doesn't even cover it. Like, I see exactly. protests all the time and but it doesn't Shaquille. get any coverage on the news. But the Shaquille. Black Lives one did it for but us. We were like, oh. yeah, go but ahead. Shaquille, leading up, Leading up to the Shaquem. Now, now in, in in I mean you're gonna be honest. I know you are. So Shaquem, not everything is staged. Since the obviously. moment, okay, cool. Okay, we can agree on that. But Shaquem, let me ask you this, okay? Ever since Trump got into office, has there not? I mean, ever since, ever since Trump announced that he's gonna be um, president, that he wants to be president, has there not been some kind of chaos? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. <clears throat> Can we agree that when um sorry, some got in my throat again. Um, can you agree that when you know we'll just just to be fair, we'll choose Bush. Now, Bush had his flaws, but was Bush insinuating riots? No, um, no, I would say. Things and are again, definitely more Bush extreme now than they Bush, were back then. Yeah. Yeah. Bush now again, Bush had his flaws. Bush was, I don't know, Bush wasn't smart. We can all agree to that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that to say Trump and what happened when he was in office, a lot of that stuff was real. Okay. Including the things, the dumb stuff that was coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody like that who can influence people, and that's why I say I don't believe that all of this was staged, all of it was actors. Because all it takes is one person and one microphone to say something stupid to get a group of people that's why riled I said they all reached up, up there. By the time stuff. the real troublemakers reached up there, the racists, the real Trump supporters that were coming the police were already there that's what i said to her she didn't she didn't listen when the real when he when all that kicked off the real supporters were eight hours behind right so they missed it and the police were already there to protect right because you know um they know that trump was a loose cannon the america's frontline doctors actually were at the capitol educating on the virus and the vaccines that same day and in the middle in the middle of them um, you know, protesting for medical freedom, they had a video come out and you can see everybody just, you know, educating and peacefully protesting and YouTube yes. took that video down. And then hours, like a few hours later, 
there's all of this chaos and you know next thing you know there's trump supporters there and it just turned into this whole political thing that even even now people that were arrested that day are still in jail in solitary confinement after like almost a year and they still which is what yet so which is what's been going which is what is what was going on almost the whole entire time because <clears throat> Sorry, that's what a lot of people were saying with um with the other peaceful protests that were going on, whether it was black, whites, or people of all ethnicities. Sorry, that were coming together. Okay, this was happening a lot, where you had a group of people who were, you know, in a lot of these protests who came to be peaceful, and then you had, you know other people come in and mix in and pretend like they were all for this when they really came to start trouble. Okay. I agree with that. This was happening a lot, not just with that riot that happened, just like that thing in Charlotte, um, um, Charlottesville or Charlotte, something like that, where they was over there peacefully protesting. There were no problems. And that nutcase he decided to start ramming people over with his car. And mm-hmm. that one white girl that came there that was peacefully protesting with the other black people and other ethnicities, she got ran over and she was killed. Okay. When the guy that did it, when they caught him, when they did his interrogation, you want to know what he said? And I'm just paraphrasing, but basically, Trump. this is what he said. They asked him, he said he came there to kill black people when mm-hmm. they asked him. So, why did you kill the white girl? He said, oh, because she was there protesting with them. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for the most part, okay, like I said, I don't believe it's all acting. I do believe that there are people that came there and a lot of these riots, they came there to be peaceful. And I believe for a fact that the ones that came in to cause trouble, they did that. They came in and they caused trouble and they messed it up for everybody else. Just like the Black Lives Matter. Now that lady that was one of the founders, when I found out what she did, I almost almost sick to my stomach. Because my thing was this. At first, yes, I bought into the whole (coughs) Black Lives Matter thing. But then when I started hearing things, I was like, okay, hold up. You know, something don't sound right. And then I was hearing the same thing. You know, hey, you know, we're Black Lives Matter and we're not included in a lot of the bad things that you're hearing. That's Mm -hmm. not us. Mm -hmm. So again, I just say that across the board, there's a lot of trickery going on Mm -hmm. on some levels. But for the most part, this is real. Yeah, um, I think I think you just have to be careful of anything you see on the news in general. Um, but that's just me. I don't um, watch the news anymore. I've been stopped watching it because I knew it was fake when they attacked. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about Joe Rogan. Um, he took ivermectin um, when he oh. got COVID and they said he's eating horse dewormer. And, you know, there's like a lot of controversy with that. But just oh. the, just how dishonest they are when it comes to um, medicine (laughs) treatments and Mm. how they demonize anybody Mm. like even Kyrie Irving is being called an anti-vax pawn by Joanne Reed who's a black woman and a couple months back you know they demonized Nicki Minaj I know that was you know roasted her for about three weeks over 
that black know, woman yeah over her situation cool. so yeah. yeah the media is really but do you let me let me ask you this do you believe that friend that she was talking about do you believe what she said about that yeah person? i did i mean oh, wow. I, I think did they show is, proof i gotta be fair did they show but, kind of took more the research on the vaccine and um making um especially black males impotent the, the research shows that the ones that they did actually tested on in the u.s actually were impotent they had low sperm count cells so i like to do the research yeah and you remember yeah, the spike protein you look, it can go CDC anywhere in your website. body you can look 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 on the cdc they call it the yellow card system it tells you all the failures of the vaccine people reporting it the public mm. but even if it wasn't true i mean people have died from brain hemorrhages i mean blood clots mm-hmm. people have yeah. um mm-hmm died from strokes there's a 13 year old boy actually here in michigan whose heart literally ruptured and it was heartbreaking to i saw like, that read that about a 13 year old because i'm just like you know it's just nobody deserves to go through that at that age but young men yep. are affected differently by this vaccine because their hormones are a little different than mm. people that are a little bit older so that's why yeah they're not know, as developed yeah and so they know that you know, there's been a lot of young men that have had issues yeah. and, and, men, and men don't like to talk about our, our reproductive issues, especially if it's something like that. So I don't know. I, I wasn't there, but I would just say the way that they demonized her um, and anyone as an anti-vaxxer, anytime they have questions or anytime they they're not like, you know, everybody needs to get it. And that just makes me really skeptical because I'm like, you know, last time I checked, um, you know, even Tylenol has warnings on it and nothing, nothing is safe for everybody. You can, you can yeah, die. From I saw so that on the aspirin. news the other day. Yeah. yeah. They the said that that people, if you take they, were, they were talking about, yeah, they were You'll talking be insured, about people. But you're not insured with this vaccine. That's the difference with other vaccines. If I take it and something happens to me, my family get nothing. MMR, all the other vaccines, you are insured. And that, that's what the government's not telling people. Uh, you don't even get life insurance and things like that when you take that vaccine. Certain countries, Israel's not letting anybody in that's double vaccinated now. So there's a lot of stuff that they're hiding. That's why I always say go on the government website because that has a lot more. I think it's called the CDC website, has a lot more information. Because I don't quote the news because the news is not accurate. You oh, can't yeah, this quote is what news. I wanted to ask you too. Um, and this is the last thing because we've been on here for two hours. I enjoyed you guys today, by the way. Um, so I did too. The last and it, thing it is, it is nice talking to you. Um, living life to the fullest, like for real. Ever since I heard you on that live, I was like, "Who is she?" Oh, yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah. So in like, Israel, in Israel, they have a um, health pass, right? <laughs> and so what's happening is that if you got vaccinated, you get the pass, but it expires every six months. That means you have to get a booster every six months or your pass expires. So my question is, what do you guys think about the boosters and what do you guys think about um, what's happening in Israel? Because Israel's having a lot of a lot of issues right now with um, COVID, even though they vaccinated a lot of people there. Yeah, I don't. uh, Israel's definitely in trouble. Like I said, 78 percent or 68 is in hospital and most of them are vaccinated. So, but they took the one called Sanovac, which the US doesn't use. I, I don't know if, the, I don't think US uses Sanovac. 
So I've never take, heard of it. No, they're yeah, using yeah. Fi- they're using Pfizer in Israel. Pfizer. Oh, and they use Pfizer in Israel. Oh, yeah. Pfizer okay. sorry, I got that oh. wrong. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry. Sanovac is for Indonesia, where they've had a lot of deaths. Sorry. Yeah, they use Pfizer in Israel. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's Indonesia. Yeah, yeah it's not looking mm-hmm. good, is it? Yeah. Yeah, All uh, these I've vaccines. talked to a few friends that are vaccinated, and they're like, "No, nah, I'm not getting the booster." <laughs> yeah, same so. with mine. Same, and I'm like, "Why?" And I, they're like, "Oh, I don't feel the same. They get aches, and especially if they got rheumatism and stuff like that, joints pains. Like that's got worse, you know." Yeah, a lot of my, and I think that there's something to it where all the double vaxxers are saying no, they're not getting it, so they don't trust the government either. And that Fauci, not to, he was involved in the AIDS um, yeah. um, vaccine. Did you know about him? But Shaquem, did you, do you want to quickly, we've got two minutes, because that video I sent you is two minutes long, exposing the Pfizer scientists. I don't know if you've got time. You might not have enough time to show it. Maybe um, you emailed it to me? You sent it yeah, to me? Yeah, I emailed you. I think I've sent you about three. Yeah, all to do with the, but they're quick clips. They're only about like a minute and a half long, 60 seconds, but they're brilliant. Because it just shows you, and it's different employees. They haven't used the same Pfizer. It's hidden camera. It's three separate. They've got an Indian guy, a white older gentleman, and a, a gay guy. Yeah. Okay. And there's a kind of famous American journalist. I, I can't remember his name, but he's the one. that He's on that um, Virtue. James does a lot O'Keefe. of the investigations. James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. That's what you're talking about. Sorry, I can't hear you. Speak up. James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. That's what you're talking about. Okay, brilliant. Oh yeah. Okay, so you wanted to show the Project Veritas? Yeah, thing. I want. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wanted um creepy to see the um hidden um you know Pfizer employees like lying because they're basically admitting that they've had to sign an NDA to lie to the public. Mm-hmm. saying to them that it's best to get the vaccine when in reality they're saying that you're immune, your natural immune can actually deal with COVID. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Um, Have you seen it? Yes. I, I love Project Veritas because they expose the FDA. Yeah. The the FDA is like, you know, black people, we need to go around and shoot them. Um. So, yeah, they, they've exposed a lot. Um, so, yeah. That's interesting if you think about it, because I had a video pulled and a lot of people like yourself, Shaquem, gets video pulled. And not that the information isn't legit, but I scratch my head. is because, like, why didn't YouTube just pull him? Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that aspect. The information is solid. That like, I, So I just wonder, is he just being allowed to do this because they don't care putting in people's face, but he somehow is uh playing for the other side because i just yeah i don't know yeah because if i would have posted anything about you know pfizer or anything you know using um fetal cell lines or anything like that then yeah i definitely would have got my video taken down so i don't know how he but they do censor project veritas because i follow them on telegram and facebook locks them out instagram deleted their their profile so i mean they walk a fine line you know i don't know how they're kind of the people it. he used to expose the, the fetal cell line, they went to jail. The people who did the exposure about how basically they're using aborted babies for money and all of that. The guy, mm-hmm. and I think it was a woman as well, they literally went to court and Kamala Harris was involved in that prosecuting them. 
So they went to jail, but Project Veritas somehow didn't get wrapped up in that, didn't get prosecuted. So I, I just wonder, again, the information is legit, but uh, I'm 